0: who don't
1: want
2: to
3: be cool. See? I just didn't You just made the list. Bam! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the WWEGL podcast on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston. And I, am, of course, Joe... Duh, already got the mouth jitters. I am joined by my co-host, the notorious Noah Phillips. I guess. Uh, it's
0: natural, Logan. Well, I don't apparently know you didn't. don't
3: know that from last week. Well,
0: here's the thing you got to think about. Alright, before you ban me from saying this, I have one last thing to say. I had to use the old name to get more people in the door, because that last episode... Nope. Was-
3: Noah, I've already, I've already cut you off, buddy, sorry. Noah is now banned from using the words in reference to himself, selling tickets and heat. Thank you. Our champion, the gimmick killer, Cooper Prater.
4: I'm old, I'm tired, <laughs> I work with children. But I am still your WWE GL World Heavyweight Champion now and forever.
3: And finally, showing up at literally the last possible second, the amazing Alex Houston.
4: Look, I have an excuse. Is
1: it awesome?
3: Is it awesome or amazing? Uh, She
1: She said awesome. Look, I only have two nicknames, and they're all courtesy of one singular gymnast. I also go by Mr. Street Brussels, depending on who you ask. But anyway, my tardiness can be explained because you see... I, too, was a tired old man, much like Cooper over there, because after witnessing over 15 years of a certain professional football owner who is worse than Vince McMahon himself, his reign has ended. And I was partying, knocking back a couple Steve Weisers, but I'm here and ready to go. (laughs) What a time it is. Yeah. And I know you're thinking, what? But, yeah, I did say that. No, I'm kidding. Um, But, for real, I'm on cloud nine, cloud ten. Plus, it was a good week because I watched two shows this week. New high for me. Feeling really excited, ready to go. You watched I, like two complete shows. I took notes. Yeah, I watched Oliver on all of Dynamite. Oh, so best I could do. Wow. Best I could do. Wait, wait a minute, brother.
0: You took notes?
1: Yeah. Why? Because well, I, because I, 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 have a, <laughs> I have a bad job like remembering what my thoughts are in the moment. Like I remember like the like if I, if I like notice specifically, uh, spoiler for AEW, if I notice a really bad camera cut, I'm not going to remember that three days from now. But because like I remember the ones in Blood and Guts, but there were a couple other. Anyway, the point they is were last there was. Night. Things that did, yeah. You're yeah, right. but still. I, I, I Oh, hey, but like same with Raw, though. Like if there's like a bad or weird thing, like I wouldn't remember it because it's like, I mean, it's hard to remember
4: exactly what I'm thinking after three hours of television. Yeah.
3: Well, so. you and say anyway, that. Kevin
4: Dunn production will beat you down anyways. But <gasps> I am
3: so happy. I'm so happy I did not watch Raw this week. Not because it was good. I caught the highlights and was, I and I watched good. the good parts because I, if I would have watched every single live show like I almost normally do, it would have been a 24-hour wrestling week. Yeah, it was a long week. Because I watched, and this is drumroll, please. Get ready to not talk for the next 15 minutes, Alex and Noah. The G1 Climax. Oh, my goodness. Tis Tis the the season. Tis the season. Um, We're going to go ahead and jump into that first. I think that's the topic that probably these two want to get out of the way as fast as possible. The G1 Climax, if you don't know, is a yearly tournament New Japan Pro Wrestling puts on that basically the winner gets a shot at the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. For American fans, that is the equivalent of... WrestleMania, it is their Royal Rumble for, if you want to allude to that. So, is it Wrestle Kingdom like six months from now? Wrestle Kingdom, yes. Wrestle Kingdom is in January 4th, every single year. All right, that makes um, sense. Normally, G1 is a 20-man tournament, 10 men on each side who will wrestle each other in a round-robin tournament over a month, with the winners of each of their blocks going on to face each other. And the finals, who will then get the shot at Wrestle Kingdom? it sets up the storylines for the next six months in New Japan, and it's awesome. But this year, it's 32 men, four blocks of eight. So we're going to have a whole month of seven, I think, eight matches each, seven or eight matches, seven matches each block? It's been it?
4: eight so far for, it's eight. Eight every night. Eight matches a night,
3: yeah. And there's 19 days, and we are four days in.
1: It barely takes four hours of that now.
3: It is about a three-hour show every single night, and I've watched all four so far, and I'm hoping to keep up
4: with it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's partially what makes it so prestigious is that it is. Like, it is grueling. It's a gauntlet. Yeah, you have to, to really be up on your game to like get through it. And it is and both li- as a wrestler and as a
3: viewer. Uh, yeah. Like, you Noah, know. you. I told you this earlier. You might have forgotten. I want to see if Alex knows. Alex, do you know what the G in G1 stands for. Um. No idea. Cooper, you want to enlighten Alex? I
4: think I, I heard this once, but I I forgot. They about mentioned it. like five times. Is <laughs> it is it just great? It's grade one.
3: Grade. Okay. As in the best of the best. Because that was the whole thing with uh, Kaito Kiyomiya from Pro Wrestling Noah's in it this year. And that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I said, you know, that. he won the N1, but this is the G1, which stands for grade one, which is the best of the best, and he wants to fight for the best of the best.
1: Yeah, when I think of grade one, I think of um, first grade. But I suppose, <laughs> you know, that's the <laughs> American means- colloquialism. So, yeah. I, I, no, I'll, I'll give that cr- like Kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: No, kindergarten S- is kindergarten.
3: Well, after anyway. four days of G1 competition. I'm going ahead and rattle off the scores for each block. In A block, we have the world champion, Sonata, with four points. You get two points for a win, one point for a draw.
1: The champ is competing in a tournament to yes. win the title of so, the champ. No, 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 no. Or to win if a shot the, at the, G, the
3: champ. It does win the G1. He gets to choose whoever he wants to face at the champ, at the tournament. And the
1: point, point system, you, no, or not Noah, excuse me, Logan, um, you've got to remember that I have no idea what you're talking about, and possibly... Yep. Anybody driving around in their car at this hour does not also
3: know what the point that's system why, is. That's so why you're here to ask me questions. Explain the point system if you will. The point system is Very curious. every single Actually. match there is a possibility for two points, one point, or zero point. Two points if you win, one point if you draw. There's a time limit on each right. of these matches. Normally it was 30 minutes. Now because of how many people we have this year, it's a 20-minute time limit, which completely changed the game for a lot of wrestlers like Tetsuya Naito, who likes to joke around a little bit and get in his opponent's head. You don't got time for that. And so you only get one point for a draw and zero points if you lose. So Okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. There's only been two matches for each person in each block so far. Right. Sonata has beaten... Um, who did he beat? He beat Hikuleo and... Or Hikuleo. That's how you pronounce it. That's how Kevin Kelly pronounces it. But Kevin that, Kelly isn't right either. So
4: Hikuleo is the correct way.
3: And he, and he beat Sh- Shuda Umino, and he has four points. You have Chase Owens with two points, only beating Gabe Kidd and losing to Kaito Kiyomiya the ace of pro-wrestling Noah. Hikalio has zero points. Rin Narita has two points, both being draws to the other three Musketeers, which is basically like these are the guys who are the chosen ones for the future. They just labeled these guys the Reiwa three Musketeers. A legendary title in New Japan, and he's tied both of his time limit draws. And well, all right. three of them hate it. Yeah, they hate it. They hate the title. They and they hate each other. And other people hate it, like the Bullet Club War Dogs and yeah. um, Great Okan, who has... Lost his smile.
4: Yeah, the actual Musketeers don't like it because they don't like the pressure that it puts on them, mm-hmm. and the other people don't like it because they think that they don't deserve it. Yep. Okay,
3: interesting. Shuda Umino is at one point, tying with Rin, Rin Narita. is at one point, tying with Rin and losing to Kaito Kiyomiya. Gabe Kid at two points, beating Higuleo, and Kaito is at four points. So, so far in A block, your favorites are Kaito and Sonata, and they will face each other. So, at some point, someone's not going to be undefeated. And the B block... Unshockingly, because you go Okada, has four points. Um, beating it's El Fantasmo. <laughs> it's another Kata year. He is at the top of his block. Um, Okada has won the last two years. He's won four G1s. If he wins this year, that'll be his fifth all-time, which is tying the G1 record. And he'll be the first person ever to 3 Because he's won the last two. He won 2021 after coming back from injury. He won 2022 after losing the title to Jay White and beating him at Wrestle Kingdom. Yoshihashi, Cooper's favorite wrestler, be El Fantasmo and has two points on the board. You want to say something right there?
4: Okay. So I've only watched <laughs> the first two nights, all right? This match between El Phantasmo and that other guy um, happened on the first <laughs> night. Um, this almost – it was the first match of the night. Almost put me off of From watching the, G1. the rest of the show, like for <laughs> the entire run of the tournament. What's the point? What's the point? Sometimes Gato, who's the head booker of New Japan – is able to craft some of the most wonderful, meaningful, impactful stories in all of professional wrestling, and sometimes he does stuff like this, where I just cannot get into his head, and I wish I could. His I hands are I... weapons.
3: <laughs> They're registered weapons. Yoshihashi, the heavy-handed hitter, the Turtle Man. Come on now. Please move on. Um. Anyway, Tai Chi. Is sitting at the top of his block with four points, beating Will Ospreay in a upset first round after beating Kenny Omega. Will Ospreay drops his first G1 match, gives his I- equilibrium, knocked out of him with a kick to the ear, and fails to beat Taichi. Who in is, Taichi's hometown. Yep, in Chi's hometown. And Chi also's gimmick is he's a YouTuber. Yeah, um, that's And he is also in the same faction as Sonata, the world champion, and he wants to face him at Wrestle Kingdom. Kenta has four points after achieving his way through two matches. Great Khan is at zero after losing his smile. Will Ospreay has gotten two points and debuted a new finisher. Um, basically, I a, liked his old one. Well, he can't use his old one because he's so banged up. Uh, so now he's using his body and he's using an inverted spinal tap. It's basically Amazing Red's finisher off the Indies, if you know what that is. Um, me and Alex do not know what I'm that not is. I'm not saying that for you. No, bro. Okay, I'm not like, saying that for you. I'm saying that for the listeners. But I, The let, listeners don't. <laughs> you know you, what a spinal can, tap is? No, you can describe
1: it, though. Like, if I were to describe, okay, actually, I actually have no idea what I would What I would Exactly. To I mean, I can I could describe, tap. like, one move. Spiral tap. Spiral tap. Oh, well, that, see, that already confused me because I
3: thought it was spinal related. You, so you, you want to explain it?
4: Uh, It's a top rope move, and the best way that I can describe it is it's a front flip where the guy twists like a whole 360 uh, so that he lands on uh, his back. He he lands his back on the guy's front, Mm -hmm. and um, it looks kind of like uh, PAX finisher. uh, Oh, right. With an arrow. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Instead of going. Like backwards, he goes forwards.
1: Okay, okay, okay. That see that there you go. See that, but when you were describing the, like the front I was I was honestly thinking of formerly Neville, now PAX uh, finisher when he was in the WWE. Um, AJ Styles used it in TNA. So you're telling me because he's more banged up, he
3: can't use his arms because his okay. equilibrium was messed up. And so that, or, and also he because he can do a It's, slip it's, not, in mid-air. it's, it's not. It's because not because of the equilibrium. equilibrium. The
4: first match was because of the equilibrium. You, you were describing this oddly. <laughs> <You> well, <know, 'cause, laughs> basically,
3: he can't use it. He's not great at using his arms currently. So he uses. What, what does he do? He goes to the well and he uses and a high flying maneuver.
1: It's like a work, his arm injury, or it's not a work.
3: Well, he did tear his shoulder earlier this year, so I wouldn't say it's a work, brother.
1: It's both, brother. You know, I'm wondering why these guys all look like they can't move once they reach the age of 40. Maybe they should just, like, consider taking, like, a few a few days sabbatical, man. It ain't the end of the world.
4: Actually, New Japan's schedule is pretty light in comparison, yeah, comparison. to yeah. the Fed That's true, that's true. Else. It
1: just seems, yeah. but when, when the when the Fed guy gets hurt, Vince is, like, going to the knife right now, brother. But when these guys get hurt, it's like, eh, I'll just, you
3: know, not use my arms. No, he, he already got it's a G1. It's like, if you're in the rumble and you hurt your arm, but you have the opportunity for WrestleMania right there, okay. you're still gonna wrestle. Fair enough. Fair the G one itself so procedures, and also it's like I have, he has seven more matches. Well, let's see. If he wins out, if Osprey won out after losing the first match, he has six more block matches, a semi a quarterfinal, a semifinal, and a, so that's nine, nine more matches on the schedule. But it was good luck to him. Good luck to him. I think he might be a favorite. Good luck, brother. Um, the returning Tangaloa has zero, and El Phantasmo has zero, but he's over with the crowd. Uh,
4: Tangaloa? Tangaloa, yeah. Tangaloa does not have zero. Who'd he, he beat? He beat um, Kenta on the first night. He beat Kenta? Yeah. Oh, dear. It was like a We're big... We're going to be here a while. Right. A I update. might have slept through that match, brother. All right. Yeah, well. I, have, I have the little grid with all the results in front of me. The gall
1: of you to open this show with the I've watched this many hours of wrestling, I'm the, and I, then you
3: fell asleep... Alex took notes, man.
1: And you're out here falling asleep.
3: Absolute
1: embarrassing. I'm the
3: only one who's watched all four G1 shows. do not sound show. like you've watched Maybe all I, four. It sounds say, like you, you watched three, so and, a three so and a half. That's <laughs> a, that's
1: hilarious. I mean, I'm the only one in my class that got an A on the exam. I mean, actually, I got a C because I didn't answer the last page of the exam. But if I did answer the last page of the exam, I'd have an A. All right. All that's right. what you're Let's saying. Let's
4: lighten up. Let's get through this. Let's lighten
3: <laughs> up. Uh, C block, David Finley with four points. Probably the favorite to win, sadly. Come here, Ishii. Sadly,
4: come on, man, brother. All, his you, whole
3: faction is better than him.
4: But because of him, give some respect. Give some respect to the leader. I've watched
3: all his matches. They're the least. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not enthralled by the he, guy. He, I'm I, not enthralled by his promo either. I just think he was outclassed by his own stable mates, You know. Oh, I
4: I think he's good.
3: I he's think not, he's good. I just don't. Think, I just don't believe him still. At the Even Noah team. likes him. That yeah, must I mean I like something. Him. Put it. Putting. You like Brogan Finley. Put it. Uh, what? The of the little brother.
0: Yeah, there's two different Finleys. There's two
3: different Finleys. I like the Finley that I watched. At
0: GCW? No, the other one. When yeah. Did, when did you yeah. watch David Finley? K- with
3: you. When? He, a watched,
4: what? he
1: watched, uh, um... <laughs> Guys. What did we <laughs> watch with Finley
3: on <laughs> it? Is <laughs> it
4: Destruction? hysterical. No,
3: we did not watch Destruction, brother. Huh. We have... N- Noah's not... The only New Japan thing that Noah has watched in New Japan is Kenny Okada. No, I've seen did, more Did than you that. watch Dominion from this year? Not live. Not, not me and Noah. No, not- yes, we did. I promise you, we did.
4: I mean, that would have to have been it. I oh, think. shoot.
3: Yeah. yeah, we did watch Dominion. <laughs> did okay, we? Okay, moving on to the next. <laughs> moving on to what <laughs> looks like yeah. it might the be a PSA well, break. Well, we're moving on to a PSA break, yeah. actually. That the was I a. Stuff I do for this. The stuff I do for this podcast. When did we watch? I forgot that we watched Dominion. And I'm being shut down on my first speech. All right. Speech. We're going to go, go to these brief it. PSA messages. You angry about that? Yes. Transition. Welcome back to WBGL and We go 91.1 FN. We were talking about the G1 Climax, and we had just gotten to the C Block. David Finley, as we mentioned, had four points. Yes, beating, my boy! <laughs> oh, <good laughs> Beating Tomohiro Ishii and Mikey Nichols, who, speaking of Tomohiro Ishii, he has zero points. Sadly. I don't think he'll ever win one of these at this age, you know?
4: You know, yeah, that's that's kind of the... Eternal story of Ishii <laughs> just getting so close and then uh, dropping off at the last second. Although in this case, just dropping off at the start. Yeah. Well, that I mean, to be fair, he long, is all of his matches. He's still oh, amazing, like, putting in 100%. Um,
3: Tama Tonga Ishii was great, and Finley Ishii was pretty good too. Finley's fine in the ring. I just don't. I just don't find the guy I care. I find him a good promo, but like. When I'm watching him and then I watch the other Bullet Club promos, I feel like I'm like he's getting like outclassed.
4: That's the thing. It's kind of hard to compare when you have Gabe Kidd in your faction and to, Alex Coughlin, as we've we've found out quite recently, are both just like monsters, both physically and like in their presentation. Yeah. Um. So you know. Yeah, he suffers a little bit by comparison to the other members, but I think he I think he carries. His
3: own. I I do like that he's just leaning into the gimmick that he's a nepo baby. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> um, then we have Evil, the master of darkness, with four points and had a fun uh, the the interference match of New Japan. He had a fun match against Eddie Kingston, though I thought, but him and Eddie put on a good one. Um, Especially with Tongo and Eddie interacting, that was pretty funny. Mm. I won't I won't I'm not gonna be allowed to say what they said on air, but you know. I say you can seek that out if you like. Tama Tonga has two points. Um losing to Finn I see, yeah, he lost no. Who do you lose to? Tama Tonga lost to, to Evil
4: ECE and uh Ishii lost to Evil. against Evil.
3: Uh huh. And then we have Shingo Takagi with zero, surprisingly, losing to both Eddie Kingston and and Hinare at the last possible second.
4: But putting on Barnstormers while he does it. Yes, they, like, two he of is, the best matches so far. He's wrestling like he's going to like die in the next couple of like, months <laughs> or something. Like, it, it, like This is his last tournament that he'll ever be in. Um, but, yeah, that match against Kingston is on my best matches of the year list. It's everything I've ever wanted.
3: And I think the Hinare match is better.
4: That's cra- I haven't watched it yet. That's crazy. And
3: <laughs> and what's even the best part, he goes, "I'm," z-, he's like, I'm 2-0, boy, I gotta keep going. He's like, you know, age is catching up with me because he's over 40, he said. But Ishii is my next match, and I ain't no way I'm losing to somebody else over 40, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Set a goal. Um, then we have Hanare with two points, debuting a Mata Aura face tat um, and immediately losing to the divorced dad of New Japan, Mikey Nichols. Um, but they had a banger match. They had a uncomfortable match, some would say. Very. Um, uh, Hanare's new weapon is the shoot headbutt um, in every match so far. I hate that. I um, don't like it. <laughs> it's it's no, fun sir. to watch, though. <laughs> and him, he, he shoot headbutt and like, he hit Nichols so hard he busted him open. This, and then... is,
4: this is the weird thing. All right. And we'll get into this later in the show um, <laughs> uh, when they're the main event of AEW. I, I am not opposed to blood. At yeah. all. I have been gone on record uh, on this show as saying that blood makes everything cooler. And that's still true. But I think the way that you get it does matter. Mm-hmm. For instance, when Mox does his like Abdul the Butcher style, lacy's, like stab lacy's. you with a fork, scrape barbed wire on your back or whatever, that stuff I'm totally cool with. Because there's a level of, like, cartoonishness to it, okay. almost, you know? It, like,
1: a, it, like the nail board is, is cartoonishly ridiculous. Yes. Uh, uh, it,
4: not for me, brother. Like, <laughs> it separates it from, like, the brutality for me. Mm-hmm. Hinare and Shibata from years ago, doing the shoot headbutt, and you see that, like, slow trickle down their heads, that... Terrifies me, especially since we know
3: what happened to Shibata, and
4: I wish that nobody would ever do it ever again. What happened to Shibata? Um, He had had a a subdermal hematoma and could not, um, was like almost paralyzed for like I don't know, two years or something like that. Had his
3: brain removed from his skull and put back into place,
4: and he's wrestling now. Uh, he doesn't do. He took a five-year break anymore. Yeah. Well, I'd certainly hope uh, not. If he did, we'd have
1: to
3: question. Uh, no, no, he does not. He he has learned his lesson. Yeah, yeah and hope, I hope. I, I would, I would hope that the rest
1: it. of the company and wrestlers around the planet would learn that that's a stupid idea. Yeah. If your big if your big ticket is, oh my gosh, I'll get the crowd to cheer as I destroy my brain cavity. Congratulations, you won't remember the name of your grandkids in 40 years. Who cares? Well, some of these I don't care. Don't Nobody so. cares.
4: Yeah, I, I can't. I can't stand that move, man. Uh, yeah,
1: anyways, I I've never seen it, so I gladly can say that I haven't. Eddie anyway. Kingston
3: having two points, <gasps> losing to Evil, winning against Shingo, and Mikey Nichols surprisingly having two points, and almost killing Aaron Hanare <laughs> in his first match back. I mean, that man dropped him flat. I tweeted about it. You might have seen it.
1: You tweeted
3: a lot. You tweeted, man. I didn't discover your thread on blood and guts until this morning. I'm just
0: sitting there. I tweeted about hundred tweets about blood. I didn't discover his tweet till he woke me up from sleep, uh, sleeping. Because I, didn't I added Noah <laughs> when
3: John Moxley came out, and it just kept notifying him for every single tweet yep, after that.
1: Yep, that's risky when you Th- do that. What's funny is
3: I took Justin Lee off that because I added him, and I just forgot to take Noah off. So oh. Noah at like midnight was getting a bunch of blood and guts related tweets. <laughs> Um, then we move on to the D block. Wait, C block, real quick. Favorites, Finley, by far. I think the only other person I could see winning is Shingo. Also, the G1 this year is different. We didn't mention because both the winner of each block and the second place gets to move on to the elimination bracket.
4: Yes, because there's four. Four instead blocks two. instead of two. Um, yeah, the the top two of each block will go in like a little tournament.
3: Even though Shingo doesn't have any points, I wouldn't be shocked. He has lost everyone by, like, painstakingly close. I wouldn't be shocked if he just goes on and wins every other match after this. And yeah, yeah, he could in there. kind of rise up from behind. Also a former IWGP champion, so you can't count that man out. Um, then we have the D block, which I think is the most interesting block. and might be my favorite. I, there's no slouches in here. You have Hiroshi Tanahashi with two points, putting on a great match versus Zack Sabre Jr., Ultimately losing because he wouldn't let go of the arm bar when Zach got him in a pinning position um, and beating. Um, hysterical Shane Haste, my boy, TMDK, baby.
4: The best dressed at the press conference. <laughs> he
3: dressed like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, if you don't know. They have a press conference, which you should see. I haven't seen out. Dumb and Dumber either, so... What? The movie guy hasn't seen Dumb and Dumber.
1: The movie guy has standards, Logan. It's called cinema, and that's not it. <laughs> I will um, see Barbie four times, but I will not see Dumb and
3: Dumber once. Cecilia Naito, with two points, <laughs> losing to Jeff Cobb, the Imperial unit, um, and then beating Hiroki Goto, avenging that loss from last year. Hiroki Goto having two points, beating Torianu in their longest match to date for a long time in the first round, and losing to Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, Sa-
4: their, their longest match that lasted six minutes.
3: Six minutes. <laughs> the last four times they wrestled, it lasted, like, maybe three minutes. Like, it's the longest. It was, like, one minute, two minutes. One of them was, like, 18 awesome. seconds. Awesome. Sounds cool. Toriano, who is the com- comedy Literally. character of New Japan, <laughs> who I, at first, I'm like, why is he in the G1? But now I'm like, some guys need breaks, and I, like, Yano comedy match especially the one he has against Zack Sabre Jr. where uh, what's his name the young boy
4: Zack Sabre Jr.'s young boy
3: Uh, Fujita
4: Kosei Fujita yeah
3: Kosei Fujita came out as Zack Sabre Jr. (laughs) with the title and the jacket and nobody acted like anything was wrong and proceeded to try to wrestle the match Um, Zack Sabre Jr. with four points Toriyano with zero Jeff Cobb with four points beating Coughlin and um, Tetsuya Naito Shane Hayes with two points and Alex Coughlin with a big fat goose egg. You
1: know, we gotta get um, after the show reaches a certain milestone. We gotta find a way to put together a compilation of all the times any one of us butchers a name so badly, and then Cooper's like, "I got it," because he did it just then or whatever. Because you said you said his name, and or I don't remember who it was. Cooper, you just said it's so You you can say it after I'm done talking. But you said it, and I was like, "That sounds right." And then Cooper says, "I was like, No, no, that's it. I got it."
4: Kosei
3: Fujita. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was like, "There you it's go." It's not Fujita. I mean, if oh, you want G-ba. it to be. All right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just well, saying he's, about I'm... To go, he's about to go on his uh, world tour excursion after oh, the G1's over. Good so. for
4: him. It's going to be uh, – I kind of want him to just stay with DK guy forever. But, you know, what, I'm sure they'll carry over when he Zach gets Sabre back. Zach Sabre Jr., young boy.
3: Um, In this block, I have Sabre Jr. making the playoffs for the first time. And I have Naito and maybe Jeff Cobb. I, that's the three I can only see. I don't think the ace is going to make it out. I could see them doing that. I hope not.
4: Yeah, Tanahashi, I don't think is long for this G1. <laughs> yeah. um, he's, uh, you know, um, uh, working injured as he has been for like the past couple of years.
3: He's debuted uh, a pretty deadly attire. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm. He's a- got the. He has no shirt and arm sleeves.
1: Hey, the re- the real man that pioneered that was a spider from School of Rock. You all remember who I'm talking about? If you don't, <laughs> you you will. But
0: uh, that's cinema, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a you got, you got. I'm a
4: big fan of that, that new look for, for Tana. But uh yeah, I don't think he's probably gonna he's probably not gonna get into the top two of, overall.
3: <laughs> overall I've been I've been enjoying the G one. A lot of good matches, especially D block. I think C and D's where it's at. A and B, I'm gonna be honest, some of these some of these matchups bore me, but uh C and D I've been rocking with steadily and I'm I'm very excited for the three Musketeers. I'm honestly my favorite person to watch so far in the G one has been Shingo and Ren Narita. I have loved the people two. people who
4: are in A and B block. Yes. The blocks that you said bore you. No.
3: Shingo's in C. Oh, oh, that's right. Never mind. Ren is my favorite part of A block, and, and I love watching all of his matches, especially so far as he's just done the dumbest things to get the time limit draw. Like, you got 30 seconds left, and you're going to put someone in a in the octopus. I'm like, brother, they are not tapping to that. Right. Put him in a good old chin lock. I mean, hey, man. Because the hold? thing Rest is, hold? they do say like when, how much time is left. Right. So, like the wrestlers will know,
1: like kind of when the. Time that makes sense out. with like the tournament system. Yeah.
3: So, that being said, I think we're going to be done with the G1. I think we're going to go to a quick little PSA break and SmackDown NXT, guys. SmackDown oh, no. wrestling. Uh, two things. Two things. Hey, I mean, I mean, that may not even take up 15 minutes, brother. I'm be honest. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> talking about LA talking Night about, brother. for Dirty hours. Dom. We can-
4: make it's the record easy. for a shortest segment.
3: <laughs> shortest segment ever. We'll be back after these brief messages. WBG 91.1 FM. We're going to go ahead and talk about Smackdown. Smacking them down, baby. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's I mean let's just the talk, LA let's talk about show. that. It, I mean like I don't even care, but I saw the promo and I was like, wow, Smackdown must've been great this week cuz so I saw the l and promo. Like I mean, it's just
0: it's good stuff, man. I think LA ho- hopefully has brought 3 million vi- uh, viewers to Smackdown. And they're probably going to win an Emmy because of L.A. Knight. I what? Yeah, uh, not because of Roman Reigns <laughs> in the tribal in the tribal courts. It's going to be because of L.A. Knight. Bro.
3: Well, let's run down SmackDown. Um, we are in injury season. Bayley has been injured on a live show after SmackDown. Um, Elton Prince of Pretty Deadly was injured in his match against the Brawling Brutes. Um,
1: this is not injuries around Mania season. That's why WrestleMania. No, I'm just Jewish saying
3: we're 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 hitting a, a part where like a couple stars have been getting injured and it yeah. might be an injury bug time, you know? That's true. It's not like injury season or anything like yeah. that. I'm just saying, like, it's happened back to back to back. I gotcha. Um Shotzi shaved her head in defiance of damage control shaving her hair, which is also in support of her sister who was diagnosed with cancer. So, Oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah, that's I saw really that. Nice. Um, looks like we are probably going to get that either Belair and Flair or Belair, Flair, and Oscar triple threat at SummerSlam. Um, please,
1: God, make it a triple threat match. Please.
3: Please or at least I'm fine with it if if it's just Flair and Belair if it's not for the title. Like I think it'd be interesting to have a woman's a, a woman's feud on Smackdown not for the title of the two like the next generation and the current generations like goats, you know? That'd be I think it doesn't need a title. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that'll be a good match regardless. And they could do like a number one contender or something like that, you know? Um LA Knight as we said had a live promo. Um saying that he's going to basically whoop all of the other three guys in this match next week and take that title from Austin Theory because he's a dummy for giving him a title shot.
1: Yeah. And he also yeah. leaned, he leaned a bit into the uh, Steve Austin what chant, put the fans saying yeah, like very briefly. Yep. So that'll probably
0: become a thing too, which who cares? It's better than what? He also has leaned into the fact that people keep sharing him And his past acting experiences all over (laughs) social media.
3: (laughs) It is LA Night Mania over social media. Oh Um, my gosh. That Triple
0: H workout killed me.
3: Possible new hurt business with um, the Street Profits and getting in the car with Bobby Lashley. We saw a little promo there. I'm kind of excited to see what happens there. Where is Bobby, man? Well, looks like he's coming back. Bobby, Um, MVP, brother. He's an MVP. Bobby, who? Anyway. Match of the week probably goes to the four way between Escobar or Santos Escobar. Butch, a.k.a. P Dunn, AJ Styles, and Grayson Waller with AJ looking to have the win, and then um, your favorite, Karrion Cross shenanigans. And then Grayson Waller hits a stunner, and Escobar hit the cross... Ooh, ooh, frog splash? Is this it, it finisher? But it's off the, it the top right. Like it high looks rest like a high-rest maneuver. It frog splash, or uh, uh, just a cross body. Maybe it's Hornswoggle's tadpole is, splash. Is the
4: opponent laying down or standing down? Yeah, up. laying down. Then it's a frog splash. Frog
3: crash. Yeah. Um. On to Grayson Waller to hopefully go against L.A. Knight after next week. And other than that, uh, Io Sky attempted to cash in again. I mean, cool. She's already the second longest reigning women's money in the bank ever. She said, "I gotta get this briefcase off me."
1: Also, the the Bloodline did some some shenanigans, right? um, Didn't Paul get super kicked in the head or something? Jay Uso super kicked Paul. Love that. uh,
3: Paul Heyman called himself the Jusso.
1: <laughs> that did
3: happen. <laughs> it did happen. Oh, my God. I mean. <sighs> Whenever Paul
4: Heyman's getting he said, paid right now, he deserves more.
1: Tri- I mean, triple it. He <laughs> said, like, it's your favorite Jusso. <laughs> oh, and I was like, no way. <laughs> Paul, brother, no. Uh, oh, my God. I love Paul Heyman so much, man. He is just. He's so, so good. And that SmackDown. Oh. Did- also, this week, uh, Vince Russo said, and I quote, the bloodline is not that good because the bar's been lowered so much. Uh, this is the guy that thought, you know,
3: pick any storyline you want and just say he thought that. <laughs> Insert Vince Russo here. I, I mean, mean that we'll booked that. himself as
4: WCW world champion.
3: And he wore, like, football
1: gear oh. into all his matches. <laughs> yeah. The guy who booked uh, the totally not insensitive Ed Ferrera Oklahoma gimmick. Let's not forget all about that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, Google and then bleach your eyeballs while you're at it because – Quite literally one of the most obnoxious and annoying things I've ever... Discovered in the history of wrestling. Anyway, yeah, um,
4: I don't. I don't think we need to. We don't take Vince Russo's opinion on the just, bloodline storyline well, seriously.
1: No, like <laughs> I mean, because
3: I didn't take Vince Russo's opinion on anything seriously. No, no, Come on, brother. Well, I've, I've just oh, seen like a bunch of
1: like interviews for a bunch of people on Instagram, and then this week he was just everywhere. And I'm like, why is he on my feed? Get him away. I'll say this. Go.
3: I don't bro. agree with Jim Cornette about almost anything, but I do agree with Jim Cornette on his opinion on Vince Russo. <laughs> and I will leave it at that, bro. It's
0: wrestling, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> bro, you don't you don't um, get it, bro. I I th- I made everybody over in the Attitude Era, bro. Let's um let's go Ugh. ahead and just anyway, NXT. hop on to NXT. I only got like three things to mention. One of them being last week's because there was no mention of NXT. Braun Breaker and Illy really? Dragunov had a fantastic <laughs> match. Maybe if it wasn't for literally the tag match that happened on uh on Collision, that was my match of the week.
4: Does Ilya Dragunov have a goatee now? He does have a goatee now. Cool. Nice. Sounds nice. cool. And
3: yeah. he's also challenging for the NXT title at the next pay-per-view, so I will be watching that. What's the next pay-per-view? Um, and what is it? Because they always Before do a fun name.
0: it'll be like August 4th. <sighs> is
1: it I don't Great remember American what it's Bash?
3: Is, it, is it Great American Bash? Um, I think it might be great American make Yeah, I
1: heard yeah. that somewhere. That honestly might be my favorite thing about NXT, which sounds so stupid, but I'm glad they just reclaimed the old yep. WCW name. They it's have cool, that it's they have I love Havoc. It. Like, yeah, why why Spring Breakin's
3: a cool name that they use during the spring. Um, that's better uh, than Spring Stampede. Uh, Vengeance Day they have. Um, New Year's Evil.
4: Oh, that oh that's pr- I like that. That's pretty good.
3: That's fun, man. Have some fun with yeah. wrestling. Get, I, do, I do
4: miss the the takeover era. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do, for sure. I uh, do appreciate the the effort put into like the themed shows and all the, that. And especially after WWE had had shows like Payback,
1: Fastlane, and, Fast uh, Lane, and, and, and Roadblock. This, <laughs> yeah, for
3: those crazy. who don't watch NXT, which is everyone in the room, I mean, I get why you don't. <laughs> but most. there is always at least one week, one really great match. This week, it was Los Luteros, Humberto Carrillo, and Angel Luteros? Garza. You pronounce it for me. pronounce it for (laughs) me. (laughs) That's twice. Los Lotharios. Lotharios. Um, Versus Dragon Lee and Nathan Frazier in a tag match. And this went bonkers crazy. This was a PWG track match. It was awesome.
1: I'll say this, Logan. If the main event or main roster product was as terrible as it was four years ago, I'd probably be watching NXT. Because four years ago, I probably would have been watching NXT if it wasn't on, I think it was on the network or whatever.
3: NXT now is basically just a mix of nine early 90s wwe and nxt black and gold like it has like cool it has like the wrestling ability of it with like weird gimmicks so the
4: the thing that um i I used to watch nxt a lot um during like the prime black and gold years and i still maintain that that era of it is probably the single best wrestling tv show in the history of professional wrestling i agree um but uh and when when the 2.0 like rebranding oh, hit it. it just left such a sour taste in my mouth yeah. that it's it was, made it really difficult And even though i i know that it's seemingly kind of course corrected to take this weird middle ground but it's made it very difficult for me to yeah, still get into yeah it was
3: it. very bad when they went to black and gold basically like reset almost everything like but i mean it went to 2.0 yeah. but like after like the first year of 2.0 there was there were some very cuz basically they kind of got rid of everything that made NXT NXT and were like all right here's all these like guys who have never wrestled before or it was from college their, like, athletes new and...
4: um, uh, next in line program yes. where they yeah we're taking like um people who had no professional wrestling experience and trying to mold them into the next yeah. WWE and it was and Vince's them. idea and at yeah. first it sucked but now a I lot of these a lot of these guys either are... him or like uh, Bruce Pritchard or somebody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so so Bruce Pritchard, Vince. It's
3: all yeah, right. it's all it's all the same, isn't it? A lot of these guys are becoming really good wrestlers now, and so it's become a lot more enjoyable. And then now they've again started that influence with like picking up Dragon Lee, and then they also have all these NXT Europe guys. Which let me tell you, when you see Ilya Dragunov on the main roster, the best stars that WWE has pr- produced in years that are on their roster right now is Ilya Dragunov and Gunther, and. When you see Ilya Dragon off the main roster you will understand why. The dude just has it. Like any crowd you can put him in front of and he will get over. Mm. He's just that good. Uh,
4: um yeah, and you know you're saying about like some people from the 2.0 era, 2.0 era who have been kind of like growing as wrestlers. And, like there there's some of them that like I am a big fan of. Um, like I know that Melo really came into his own mm-hmm. during that time to be
3: fair Melo was on the in, in on the indie roster and he was in black and gold for a little while there yeah so. there you go
4: and that's that's probably why i'm I'm so mellow is always that. but i'm saying
3: like breaker got a lot better i think the women's division got oh, a you, lot better soul ruka i am yeah i'm on the soul ruka train right now um
4: <laughs> she's great i haven't watched any uh of, like, her matches in full, but, like, just clips. Like, she's a million bucks.
3: Stratton's uh, pretty good. Um, Schism has actually gotten over for me. Originally, I was like, it's, uh, Noah's dying <laughs> over there. Um, they're, they're, just, they're just good in the ring, and then they don't have the Rockstar of wrestle. So, I guess she's not as great in the ring, but they don't have a wrestle. So, I don't, you know, really care.
4: But, it's
3: like Valhalla. It's the main such ev- a stupid Wesley? Name. Wesley. Uh, speaking of Wesley, <laughs> Wait, okay. Wet Okay, let's get to the. Let's go ahead and jump to the big picture. You people wanted gonna, him in NXT, the, and he won
0: a title in two matches, two nights.
3: I don't the, know what you people want. The greatest. Awesome uh, NXT North America Championship had Wesley has lost a title, um, and I think it was the right decision. I think this is the perfect because it makes you really think that Finn could win here at SummerSlam if they want to do that and have the Judgment Day hold all the gold and have Money in the Bank. Um, I think Dom needs time in NXT. I think he's a better performer, but, like, there were still spots in this match where he made some, like, he almost dropped Wesley on his head, trying, I don't know what the heck he was trying there. Like, he's still, he's still green in the little areas, so I think the time here will be good for him. Um, and it boosts ratings for NXT, which I think is what they're trying to do, is trying to make it a third brand again instead of a mix of developmental and a third brand, you know? Like, they were for a while there, and then they kind of gave up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, their
4: answer to, like, whenever people ask, oh, is NXT developmental, oh, oh, is NXT a third brand? It's always kind of whatever they need it to be in, yeah, the, in, the, in the, the moment. at the moment, yeah. yeah.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. I'll say this about uh, the whole Dom thing. Number one, um, I'll take back all that I said over the previous weeks because I've been on here, you know, be- beating the gavel and yelling about the fact that he kept losing and he kept losing and he kept losing. But now I see I see the vision here, and the vision is the fact that They've had him lose over and over and over again, and they've learned that Dom's just a bulletproof heel in the sense that like, no matter how much he loses, people still boo him the same amount every (laughs) single week. They still hate him. Ow, ow. They still hate him every single week no matter what. So now, what do you do next when you have a heel that is dynamic and you put him in the developmental brand just to lose the belt to somebody that's important? Because why did Stone Cold Steve Austin get over? It wasn't because he was a super cool dude. It was because Vince McMahon was the biggest heel in the business, and everybody hated him, and whoever was beating Vince McMahon was over. Same thing in principle.
4: To be fair, Steve Austin was also a very
1: no, super cool yeah, guy. No, true, yeah. true. But, like, in the, in the same... <laughs> well, he in the beat same, Bret
0: Hart. He beat Bret Hart, who was no, very uncool yeah. and Canadian.
1: So. That's true. No, but, like, that thing is, like, he he was a cool guy, but Biggest he also... The crime of all, being Canadian. That, that, honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, he, that's true, though. And I'm glad you said that, because he had two great heels to run through. And then, like, when... Austin awesome went down, and The Rock went up. They put him against the McMahon-Helmsy faction, which was, you know, go-away heat type of heel almost because people hated them so much, and then The Rock becomes nuclear in 2000. So it's the same thing. And obviously Dom's not ever to that level because that's the Attitude Era and whatnot, but, like, whatever whatever guy takes... Kind of the, as
4: close as you can in yeah, the current in the modern era. Yeah, yeah. In,
1: in the apathetic, like, in the heatless matches that were happening 10 years ago era, yeah, absolutely, It's 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 generational. It really is. It sounds so ridiculous to say that, but... Now whoever he drops that belt to is going to have a rocket strapped to their back because they beat the guy that everybody hates. No, when Dom says acknowledge me, nobody sticks their hands in the air. They just boo him out of the building <laughs> and Ooh. then boo him again. And and it's 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 great and it's it's I think it's a great move because again, he's going to develop and they I think they know what they have on their hands with a because like people like Rhea and they like Finn. And I mean they you know they are like Damien's pretty cool, I guess. Like they don't really like him, but you know a lot but people Dom like Damien. They, like they just hate
3: Dom, though. Like it's just it's completely no matter what, and it's it's the, cool. The only people who don't like Damian Priest is because he beat LA Knight. That's yeah. the only reason people don't like him. Right. Yeah, which is a valid reason. It's, yeah, <laughs> there you go. It is all right. Well, with that being said, y'all one last thing I want to mention about Dom Mysterio. There is a shirt that says dirty Dom Mysterio with him in prison now that Damian Priest has been wearing around. And I think that's hilarious.
4: Got to capitalize. Yeah, got to capitalize. The the Judgment Day merch is top tier. I wouldn't wear it, but I
1: think it's hilarious. (laughs) I wouldn't wear it, but I would put it in a picture frame in my house. Yeah, for sure. Get it signed
0: Um, by Dominic.
3: With that being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw. Yeah, welcome back to <laughs> WWE. <laughs> He's from Cleveland. That's you know, ultimate underdog. Um, hey man, welcome back to WBGJ and Week ninety one point one FM. Let's go ahead and get into the Monday Night Raw that was in our backyard.
1: Wait, wouldn't we do? Colli- oh wait, we're gonna do the AEW. We're gonna together. do AEW together. Okay, I think.
3: cool. I think I'll get fun. my. Let me
1: get my notes. You got your notes. Get your notes. I had, a, um, I had a grand old time with this one. It was in our
3: backyard in Atlanta, Georgia. We could have been there. We sold have.
1: out. I don't know, I, I don't know if I could dare being in Cody's hometown. I think I'd get. I thought. I was about to Ill. Say. What's funny is <laughs> I'm like, been, oh my god, that would have been too much I for you. I saw <sighs> Raw was going to be there. And I'm like, it's probably not going to be great. And then it turned out to be great. So
3: really good. Shame on me. Um, we started out with the Cody Rhodes town hall. He wants the rubber match. He cried when he saw his mom, and then he got beat up by Brock Lesnar in front of his mom. In front of his mom. <laughs> Shades of Zach
0: Gowen. <laughs> Look, man.
3: Cody did the dramatic walk. People in WWE
4: WWE should watch the product much more often. If they did, they would know that when you are in WWE at the same time as Brock Lesnar... That is not a time to bring your family out to watch <laughs> nope. you. Also, no, if you are murder. in WWE
3: and you are in your hometown, you will get looked like a scrub. <laughs> right. You were either going to lose or you were going to get beat up and there is no in-between. Except Brock when he went home to, like, Minnesota, like, well, four years ago. You got to remember that's Brock Lesnar. He <laughs> is the universal, does not, the laws do not abide to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> He's a UFC champion, Bubba. I saw somebody that said Brock
1: doesn't have a hometown show because he lives in the middle of the forest, and that made me laugh quite a bit because, <laughs> like, like, it's not incorrect because like, Minnesota is obviously like, his like state, but I just thought it was quite funny. He doesn't have a hometown because he is of the wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's the beast incarnate. We don't know
3: where he's from,
0: man. We don't know. He's from Beastville.
3: I'm going in order of the YouTube channel, so if I'm what? not in order of Raw. Okay, Alex, you know what? I'll let you lead the he's conversation. I actually notes. didn't take that uh, <laughs> strenuous of notes. Keep going. Um, then we go on to my favorite matches. Actually, I don't know. There was a lot of good matches on Raw. Gunther versus Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, um, real graps are back, brothers. It's back. We're back. I'm so excited. This is way better than their pay-per-view
4: match. That was that was that was the
3: first thing I noticed. They that. were smacking yeah, they, uh, the heck out of each other.
4: This feels like it has it's so crazy. much more effort put into it than the pay-per-view.
3: <laughs> I think they got more time. It felt like at least. Yeah, too. it was awesome. This was like I was getting shades of progress right here. This is this is my guy. Please show Riddle like this more often, and then Gunther soundly defeats him. And flexes on the boy after he wins. That was crazy. (laughs) And Riddle just had to sit there and take it.
1: That was awesome. Man's went up on the table and just talked smack to the entire city. (laughs) I will say, um, I just want to say this about Gunther because, one, he's awesome and it's great. And I love watching him wrestle every single time he does it. And it's cool. I also think we can celebrate the fact that this is probably one of the post-Vince era things is the fact that a guy that doesn't speak perfect English is succeeding. To an extent. Because like that, you know, with every guy they didn't speak perfect English, so they reached the ceiling and then Vince hit him with a hammer and sent him right back down to the bottom again. Yeah. And right
3: now Except for Great Khali. Well okay, he well has a title. But <laughs> no, but,
1: but still outside of that though, you know, Rusev, he he only goes so far and then he's, you know, in a in a love triangle feud in a in a year or whatever. But like Gunther, I mean, strap a rocket in this guy's bag and put whatever belt you can find on him after the Intercontinental Championship round. I mean, to
3: be fair, when Gunther did a couple main roster appearances, Vince made him look like an idiot. For yeah, a while that, there. Yeah, that is true. Didn't he get beat by Seth in the UK and then was the first eliminated in the Survivor Series match? Yes. That they had? He was. Which is I did see crazy. that on the Survivor Series. And when B- Vince was booking NXT, I'm pretty sure he had him lose to Braun and he might have no, I think he beat Solo. But,
4: I I try hard to wipe that from
3: my memory. Um, but. Yeah. But we love gump That doesn't count. It doesn't count. That's that's if that's Vince NXT. That is You need a ten, pal. <laughs> you need a ten. Um, then next we get into the judge of day town hall with the, <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Tell us so many town halls. The- I had a grand time with this whole segment. I'm sorry. I was just looking back at the notes. Great
3: segment there. Alex, you want to, you want to lead us off here?
1: Uh, I, I love all of it, but I mean this in the nice possible way. I know Sammy and KO are great. I, I do not like them. I really don't. I don't think KO is a very good as a face actually. Cause I think it builds off of what makes him cool, which is being a bad guy. And then there was, that, so, Sammy said, did you pay to see Dominic Mysterio, whatever, and then he said, or did you pay to see someone shut Dominic Mysterio's mouth for him, which is like four words too long to a simple phrase that could have been said. It, it just stuck out to me because I was like, there's too many. There. But other than that, it was pretty cool, and I loved that they set up a match because I like the Judgment Day, and Dominic just going, oh my gosh, they're booing me, but he like obviously loves it. That was fun.
3: I swear this is like... They've had this match like multiple times, but each time it's great, so I really don't care. Yeah.
1: the segments are great.
3: I think yeah. the,
4: the matches end up feeling a little indistinguishable. I guess, but, but like they're um, still good matches for
3: comparably for most Raw matches. Yeah,
4: that's true. Um, I do love um Sammy's look with his hair tied in the, the book Yeah, pretty good. Um, but uh, yeah, I I agree with Alex about Kevin Owens as a face. I mean, maybe this is just because I I have watched kevin owens a lot um i can't think of many times kevin owens <laughs> it, face. Is, it has not been often and whenever it has it has been begrudgingly on his part like in mm-hmm. character like he he as a character is not comfortable yeah. being like a, a good person um and it clearly takes a lot of effort um so i'm of course just waiting for the moment when he uh finally comes to his senses and Power bombs Sammy on the
3: apron again. <laughs> it is funny that this man's first night in the company wrestles on pay per view, wins, his best friend wins the title, and he immediately turns.
1: Yeah, because it's awesome, it's, and, I, it's and he's awesome. so good at Tales it. Tells
3: all the time. Um, then we have the <laughs> backstage segment. I'm a little out of order here, Alex. What's next on your wait?
1: Notes? The back. I think there was a backstage segment. What was was it, it? Was
3: it the Rhea? Or yes, was, yes. Yes. It that was. Is. That's what I'm saying.
1: Wait. Wait. No. Or was it
3: the Ricochet?
1: I don't remember when Ricochet showed up on the show. Ricochet
3: basically said, Logan Paul, pull up next week. My
1: next notes were about the Shayna and Ronda thing, because I thought that was quite funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, that that Rhea thing was great, except the fact that she missed Raquel's leg, and they kept showing it in replay, and she kept missing, which is like... But it was cool, though, because
3: Raquel versus Rhea, they're giant. It's it's going to be a fun match. Putting live right there? I actually don't think they're going to do... I think they're going to do... Live versus Rhea at SummerSlam, and they're gonna—they're eventually gonna build to Raquel versus. I don't care if it takes four years when it happens, I'll be tuning in. To be fair, when I saw the YouTube thumbnail for that, I'm like, yes, Triple Threat. But then I saw Raquel get injured. I'm like, okay, I'm fine with Live versus Rhea. They built that since the Rumble last year. Whenever you're gonna be hoping for a while, buddy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, Rhea's nuclear at this point. Like
0: she's yeah, but the good has to conquer evil. In wrestling. Y'all, yeah, but y'all
1: know this. When, you the, fi- when you find a diamond like Rhea, you can't really just, like, like she's going to be Charlotte but not trading the belt every two minutes probably. Anyway.
3: The injury, which led into the women's tag match, right. which ended up with new women's tag team champions. Um, Sonya Deville, one half of them, and then the other half, which is split in half between Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green, as he has claimed. Noah is very excited over there. He's smiling. He says he wants to come back. He's, he's holding the title. He's going to come back in, in his as, as um,
0: one-fourth of the <laughs> one fourth women's tag team champions. champions.
3: Um, Well-deserved. Chelsea's been carrying this. It probably would have been Chelsea and Carmella if Carmella didn't get pregnant. And I'm kind of happy that um, Sonia has a title because she has never held a title, I don't think, before this.
4: Um,
1: I would say not. Unless it's she held the title tag. of Maybe a random manager. women's have, tag belt. She might
4: have had the tag belts before maybe. Well, yeah, she My did were, yeah.
1: i think I, I i saw somebody chronology chronologically I know posting them and i think she and somebody else are one of the first teams
4: to win it right. during the early goings well
3: i know this is the first maybe time.
4: maybe with mandy rose when they like were with in Paige? a team with Paige, maybe i don't
3: think they ever held it well, like, let
1: me just google it we'll look, keep the, going. We'll, we'll look he, this up. He but anyway she also held the i'm happy for them general, well general deserved general.
3: they've been doing great work <laughs> and they were they are actually a pretty good tag team and i'm happy because it frees up the two best challenges to Rhea Ripley, which is Raquel and Liv, obviously.
4: I do. I do like um, the decision to put the belts on them. Um, I I have seen some people's takes after this match as like, oh, it, great! It like it's, it feels like they're actually putting some focus on the women's tag division, and I I disagree with that. I think that I don't know. it it, it still seems so like hot potato and yeah. like kind of rant like i mean even you know look at the teams that are fighting for it you know um no this is one of my big gripes with most of the women's tag stuff nobody has a team name like it's Gotta always get a team name. you know yeah Raquel Gonzalez and Liv Morgan uh, uh Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green you know like have mm-hmm. some form of like cohesion in your packaging right like and once like you know that they had some originally
3: uh, I mean, yeah. Because, like, Fire yeah. and Desire between Mandy and Sonya. Yeah, like 100 uh, Boston years Hug, ago. The yeah. Boss and Hug Connection. Like it, yeah, exactly.
4: That was, you know, when they first introduced it. Um, so, you know, it, it's it, I think now um, it does not necessarily show me a redirection in terms of focus. Um, I would agree. But uh, that being said, still, still a good match. I hope that they actually give them a... A proper lengthy run um, because I, that's I think what the belts really need at this point to make them feel substantial instead yes. of like a prop which is what I think they kind of feel like now
3: um, alright we want to get into the I think we have li- one more segment here before one more oh we can do there. two probably because
1: okay. um, there was the Shayna versus Ronda thing where Shayna faced like some enhancement talent and no, oh, she faced Nikki Cross oh wait that's right My bad <laughs> Um, and then and then thi- this really was, line, though. This is where this is oh, where Corey Graves point, Corey Graves finally it. made me laugh though tonight, guys. because uh, during this one after Shayna beat her, uh Corey said Shayna doesn't get paid by the hour, and that had me chuckling a good a good amount. I thought that was pretty good. Rebecca um, doesn't
3: get paid by the hour, bro. Oh, we're
1: <laughs> gonna we're gonna get into that, brother. Um and then Rhonda appears out of out of thin air and she's like up here right br- no, right above you, but she's not right above her anyway. Um, and the, my favorite part about this feud is that who's the heel, who's the face? I have no the question, idea. Isn't it? That <laughs> is, and I love it. The crowd
3: for cheering for Shayna. <laughs> yeah, because Ronda's like she just. To be fair, Ronda had some points there. Uh, yeah, she but was it a not a decent promo for but everybody's but, got
4: points, but she delivered it in a heel man.
1: Yeah, yes, it so that's doesn't what I'm matter.
3: saying. So I'm pretty sure Shayna's a face, even though Shayna attacked Rhonda. Right.
1: Yeah, and and um, Shayna is naturally a heel. Like she walked to the ring and and was like, "I want to kill somebody." So like, yeah, it's awesome.
3: No, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's
1: great, and I love
3: this feud because it's just like hilarious, and it's gonna be a great match. I really think this is gonna be a great match because I think they're gonna bring out the best in each other.
1: I would say definitely so. What's, um, what's and next? And what I had next to my notes, which implies that. Nothing else was notable, just kidding. Um, was the Trish versus Becky. Oh, Becky on Ms. TV, then featuring Trish segment, which had the really funny thing when Becky threatened to Miz. However, it also had um Trish saying, and I quote, to tattoo thank you, Chish, is what she said. And I was like, Okay, hold on now.
3: She's like me, she gets a little But dumb-tied. uh yeah,
1: this segment is when I felt that the show really was feeling its age. Like Cooper and I talked about it earlier. This was where like a segment that would be boosted by crowd heat. But since it's two and a half hours in, they were all just like, bleh. And the segment really felt like it, where I was like, guys, it just felt so boring. And it should have been better. And I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Except Becky did put on the Trish mask and then headbutt uh, the person that's with Trish. I can't remember her name. Zoe. Uh, Zoe Starks. Zoe Starks, yes. Who
3: she's facing next week. There you go. Um, with that being said, we're going to continue our Raw Talk after this brief pause for station identification and an ad break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to WWE's on and Wego 91.1 FM. We're going to go ahead and continue that Raw talk. We had the Shinsuke versus Bronson Reed match, which we've seen before, but, I mean, anytime you put those two in the ring, I'm happy. Um, and it ended with Ciampa attacking Bronson Reed. They didn't even post his promo. They posted it online, and it was a great promo. Great short stuff. I love the backstage stuff they always do with him. Um, looks like we're going to get that feud, which I'm not sure if I'm happy about because... One of the things I didn't get to mention since so I was they took all my wisdom last week. Um, Isaac Yankum. Meow, Dang meow. him. Dentist. Um we should, so. should go
4: to Knox County, Tennessee and really <laughs> tell them what for. Bro, everybody Tim the
1: what for. Everybody just changed the channel, Logan. You gotta you gotta get him back with something better than that. Anyway,
3: <laughs> when I was happy that Bronson Reed <laughs> cost Chompa this match and the Miz got the win. Because one, I think it works with Bronson Reed's character. Bronson Reed's <laughs> character. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bro, you're struggling. All I right, think Cooper, it quick, works. Tell him how
1: to say it, Cooper, just for posterity. With sake. And Reed. <laughs> there we go. Thank <laughs> you, Price. Cooper. Thank Price. you.
3: A little bit of you know, buildup. You know? My mouth got, got tired. 40, uh, we got an hour more. Of- I got, I'm excited because it worked for Bronson Reed's character, who's he, his hitman. So, so got, it makes sense <laughs> for him to help Miz because Miz probably paid him, and that could have led to Chompa needing help from Gargano and them having a tag match, forming but, a team, and taking those titles off of Sammy and KO, which uh. I think a lot of people want which now looks like it's not going to happen. But I either way, giving Champa and Bronson Reed a feud together, and if they let them have time, it will be good. That's probably true. If they let them have time, though, which since Vince ultimately has booking decisions, probably won't happen.
1: That's true, because Vince will go, "Mm, Champa looks like he's 140 pounds. Um, He's not, obviously. But you know what really stuck out to me about this whole match is the fact that... I was since I've been watching AEW, I was reminded of how much WWE obviously inflates the like measurements because there is no way on God's green earth Shinsuke Nakamura is 220 pounds. Like that is not no way. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he is. he's a tall guy. But, yeah, I don't but think like, he's
4: like a like wide.
1: There guy there's tall guys like on on AEW that are under 200. That have me go what? And that's just because that's what WWE does. Cause like that's what they've always done. Cause they never like Daniel Bryan is 190 pounds in AEW. Was he ever 190 pounds in WWE? Not a chance. But anyway, I just thought I just was reminded of that. But this match was cool. However, the Viking Rules match. Yes. Oh boy. This was awesome. My man
3: Otis was putting in work, son. <laughs> I have never seen Otis go as crazy as he, Maybe the only time I could think of maybe that Elimination Chamber match he had when Heavy Machine,
1: he was going crazy. Maxine was too, man. She Maxine got Maxine was ball. too.
3: Yeah, but brother Otis.
1: Otis is over, <laughs> man. A- that that is is so over with everybody. I love that match. I really did. No, my mom. No, oh, oh, he, yeah. He, her, is not, his, he is not over with my mom. Oh he, He's over with
3: my dad. So that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> I love the Alpha Academy, and that's why I want the belt split because they would thrive on SmackDown with the titles. They are excellent. They are the they are the perfect B Show tag team champions if I've ever Drake London Brian Kendrick type nonsense. London. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I will, Eminem,
3: all that nonsense. I will say, uh, who would you like to take? the titles off of Sammy and KO. Ooh. Why um, it right now? The
4: the DIY idea is fun, I think. And if you're going for like That's
3: fantasy booking what's me. gonna
4: like be a match that'll tear the house down, that'll be a that is a good one. Um I honestly think um and I know that they've had a, a brief little feud um with each other fairly recently, but honestly depending on how much build you give it Imperium. I was gonna say it. that. That would be. That would make sense. And and I think there's a clear uh, enough difference of ideology to have an interesting story that you can build like a couple of months out of.
1: Mister Alex. I was gonna say that too. Cause give them the belt and then give Gun through the big belt and then boom, awesome. Love it. Cool. uh Draping Outside gold. of that, honestly, give it to the Alpha Academy. I don't care. They're awesome. I, would, I, I love them.
3: They're great. Chad Gable's excellent. I think Alpha Academy could be a good way of like, and then them shaking hands afterwards. And then you could just, if you don't want to do a, a KO Sammy heel turn and you could just keep them separate, that would be a good way of them just being like, all right, we're done as a tag team for now. Mm, you know? Because, yeah. I mean, they have the titles, so they have to be a team. But, like, I feel like once those titles are off, and they're, they are, even if they don't turn on each other, they're not going to be a team for much longer.
1: No, how about
0: you? I don't really know. <laughs> uh, Finn and Rhea Ripley. How about that? That would work. Finn
3: did say Dom winning the title in NXT was his greatest accomplishment ever. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Heel Finn's how funny, we, man. How have we forgotten, forgotten so quickly? The Finn
4: and Seth segment. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Well, that was an incredibly smooth transition. Uh, but I was Whoa. actually going oh, wait. to talk about the tag titles. Like, how have we forgotten the greatest tag team in the entirety of the modern WWE, the maximum male models. Come yes, on. yes, brother, my brother. B- my brother. Have we have we Preach. forgotten so quickly? I think the w- act that led to the greatness of the current Alpha Academy. I think we WWE gotta give credit, forgotten. We gotta give credit where credit is due. <laughs> That's
3: true. Alpha Academy got <laughs> Mensoir, the robe, and now they're over. Men'swa and Massey deserve their flowers. I think they're actually going through a gimmick change right now. So, no. God dang it.
1: <laughs> Funny gimmicks are funny, man. Just keep them around. They
3: forgot about them. Have you? When is the last time you've seen those men? Not in like a couple of months. You haven't seen them <laughs> since Maxine has left. Them. Exactly. Yeah. They Except have falling yeah. off the face of Amen. the earth.
0: Well, yeah, they don't have a manager anymore, so they're not getting still. Paid. They don't
3: have any matches. You can't even throw them in like a squash match. Or something. Also,
0: uh, I will
1: say, uh, speaking of the Alpha Academy, though, um, Chad Gable is like definitely like a future intercontinent- intercontinental champion. The way they're making like the work. Rate Champion, that's like his entire gimmick, and he's awesome. I just, he's so funny. The shoosh
3: and the, oh, thank you. It's so funny. He would be somebody that I would love for them to. Be Kurt Angle's song. Well, yeah. <laughs> they missed it. That boat has sailed. They, everyone thought that. It makes and me so angry. Jason Jordan. Uh, anyway, guys, you saying? guys, yeah. um, <laughs> I would like to see him take the title off of Gunther. I don't know. Maybe after after he breaks that record, that'd be a cool. One. I mean, you know, that's again, that's the thing where like you
1: have you because you could have like the teams themselves sort of feuding or whatnot, and you get some interference in there, and you also get a guy that's like has that you know Olympic background. So Gunther losing, that's probably one of the safest ways he can lose the belt. That's not a
3: triple threat match. Dragon off. Okay, if they call him up. I, yeah, I, that's that's why I think. I could see – right now I say Drew loses this, Gunther gets the record, and Drew beats him is probably what they're going to do. But, like, if you're going to keep it off him and, and Drew's not going to beat him, it's like who do you have left that's a legitimate – either you, you got Sheamus, Sheamus. <laughs> but then he's on another brand, so I don't think they're going to do that. And Mid-season shakeup, brother. I think Ugh. maybe if you call up Dragonoff, I could see that. Hmm. That'd be the – I mean, it'd be like his kryptonite, basically, because he's already beaten um, formerly Walter for the – Um, United Kingdom title back then. Um, But anyway, I think, other than, let's get into the Finn and and Zest segment. They had a good little chat right there.
4: I thought this was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, This uh, This is a better single moment than anything in the build to Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. That's true. It was good. It was crazy how much better this one, like, five-minute thing put Their entire rivalry into perspective.
3: One one thing I'm shocked by is WWE recently hasn't leaned into a lot of gimmick matches.
4: That yeah, because like you would expect this after. Well, I don't know. Between if we're just looking at the Triple H era, we've got what the we've got the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. (laughs) But I'm saying like (laughs) I'm saying like
3: for feud progression, because like a lot of times when you have like these longer feuds they'll be like okay first match singles match second match you know something crazy or something like that like the cody brock feud every single match has been a regular match so right, far right is what it seems like it's going to be and with this feud it's the same thing they haven't like they've announced a match they haven't announced like oh this is going to be a last man standing or uh you know extreme rules or something well, good match.
4: because last man standing matches are always boring but, um,
3: <sighs> the uh what is it um I heard. What about the Brock one when he brought the tractor out? What Bro- about the What about <laughs> the one
1: when when Big Show threw John Cena into a spotlight and then he was back the next day? Oh,
4: okay. Any well. match that ends with um, counting to ten, yeah. terrible idea. Should be three. That's that's uh, or in the case of Big E's early NXT five. But, I need five. Um, yeah. No. I don't know. Just you uh, don't watch the vid- boxing. The finish vid- vid- takes too long. I don't know. I don't watch boxing. That is correct. Is. <laughs> He's got you there then. Doesn't well. He?
3: Um. Anything? Anything else to say about Raw? Main event. We didn't talk about the main event. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought we mentioned. Okay. Like the the big match. Like
1: the the whole thing that had. Then Seth showed up and drew Finn away, and then they almost won, but then they didn't win. And also, and then Liv
3: showed up. Liv mm-hmm. showed oh, up, hoodie.
1: which was great. Except they missed the part when she closed lined Rhea over the barricade because Kevin Dunn is. <sighs> Kevin Dunn. Um. But I'm gonna say it, man. Rhea Ripley clearly went to the Paul Heyman School of Management, man, because she is hilarious. I'm having yeah. a ball, man. Every time there's almost a pin, she's freaking out. Good stuff. She's match. not an NPC over there, man. I'm
4: loving it. Yeah, I, this was a, a really good highlight. Um, Crowd was hot for the the strengths of the Triple H era, kind of. I think um, the the way he's you know pulling in all these different storylines and making it feel very interconnected. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought it was incredibly fun. And uh the 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 Rhea <laughs> interference is just I could I am as somebody who is not a fan of like manager shenanigans a lot of the time, um it is a testament to her that she can make this uh incredibly entertaining to me.
3: Well, She's, the one yeah, thing about Rhea is like She's legit. So it's like she is the best women's wrestler on the roster right now. So it's like, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I can't really argue with that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to her? There was one where –
1: and it's just – I just think the whole whole thing, she just provides so much to it. Like in the same breath where we're talking about the Bloodline segment last episode and we're talking about the fact that it's like all fun and games and even one of the funnier parts is Paul Heyman crying his eyes out in the background, (laughs) which is like, you know, that's like the way that you can add something to it without taking away. And I think she does that because like – she sells you on the fact that that pin might be it. Even the time when Dominic almost got pinned and she was like destitute and just crying and so sad. And she's like, wait, he kicked out? Cause I which that is is funny, man. I had a grand all the time. This match was awesome. Maybe the judgment day should take the belts because they're awesome.
3: Not gonna happen. I know it's not gonna happen. There. But you know that would be crazy if 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 Dom and Damien won and they had money to make and the NXT North
1: American Championship. Nah, man. Dom and Damien, tag team
3: name, Double D, it's three? perfect. Dom would have three
4: belts. They just went into <laughs> title management. and Dom would have as many belts as
1: Roman. Bro, just wait till you hear how Evolution was ruling Raw back in the day, brother. <laughs> Trust me, man. Tri- <laughs> Triple H loves this. He he probably thinks it's the best idea he's ever come up Two-Man with. Two-man power trip. Absol- um, <laughs>
3: absolutely. That being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break, and then we are going to collide and light that fuse when we get back. Welcome back to WBGL. It's time to get elite, baby. All elite. No, not elite. No, it's collision. <laughs> Elite's not on the show. Keep them off the show, it's please. Time to please, get, for the love of God. It's time to get elite because any way you say it, it is all elite wrestling, Noah. I'm sorry. Um, we're going to talk about collision. Are we going to talk about Battle of the Belts? Are we? Uh, I don't feel like anything of note happened. They literally had a production error where they lost a signal and you didn't get to see the finish of the women's title match. Oh, Here's-
1: just just you wait AW. <laughs> Here's
4: the funny thing. I don't think a single belt has ever changed hands one. In Battle of the belts. Which one?
3: The TNT on Sammy Guevara's third, third TNT win.
4: Oh yeah, how historic! Oh yeah, how memorable! No, I'm just <laughs> saying there has
3: been one because I did. <laughs> there was. Some people were talking about that. Yeah. So we started off collision with Noah. I'm gonna let. I'm just gonna let you talk.
0: You three can talk all you want about the second best match of the weekend when we get to Wednesday night because the two out of three falls match between FTR and Bullet Club Gold stole the week for me. It was a fantastic match. I know I said it last week. It took me on the ride. I There's no ride on this universe that can be as close to what we witnessed on Saturday night. It's just FTR and Bullet Club Gold are fantastic wrestlers. I put on a fantastic tag team match. All the finishes were fantastic. All of them made sense. Uh, of course, if you take off your knee pad, you're going to get more torque. It had me question what was going on. <laughs> and when he took that, I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. We had the other big finish with uh, a – G- yeah, Juice knocking uh, – which one was it? Was it Dax? Yeah, he knocked Dax out of the way on the Shatter Machine, so they got the first pin there, and they, the celebration in their eyes, and then the realization that they had not won, they had to get two more falls, okay. was fantastic.
3: Is it Big Rig or Shatter Machine? It's the same It loop. was Shatter
4: Machine in WWE. It's Big Rig and AEW. But AW. they called it
3: Shatter Machine, or Rick, Ian, speaking of Ian Riccoboni was... The commentator with knowledge of this week because Kevin Kelly is doing the G1 all month. So was Chris Jericho, though. Oh wait, no, he no, does. He does rampage. It was just Ian Riccaboni and, I'm down and fantastic team. And honestly, Sounds good. I, I would rather keep Ian Riccaboni. Riccaboni is officially signed to, to AEW now. Oh. Yeah, um, I think yeah. he had already been signed before that, but they officially announced it after. Yeah, yep. He originally, I think, was supposed to be Collision, and then he told him to do Kevin Kelly. instead said because the guy's the nicest person in the world, has the sweetest smile. He's just all, he's awesome, man. Mm-hmm a um, great commentator. He commentates for Ring of Honor with Caprice Coleman. Uh, but he will be on collision whenever Kevin Kelly has to do stuff for New Japan. So. And wore a
4: fantastic cowboy hat. Yes.
3: <laughs> Speaking of fantastic cowboy hats. Ooh, so we'll, we'll get, get into to that. It. Noah, you can continue now.
0: I mean, it was just perfection. For 58 minutes, they didn't have to break furniture or anything. They earned their spot where they fought in the crowd. And they sold everything like they got shot by a gun. It was just utterly fantastic tag team wrestling that you would have seen in any territory or any uh part of history in any uh promotion and I was very thrilled with the experience and it was my match of the week.
3: It was my match of the week too. Hey, this is
4: my match of the week as
3: well. I didn't watch it, but it seemed pretty cool, man. <laughs> I, I love blood and guts and it popped me hard, but like for straight gra- like I have I literally have no complaints, man. It's a five star match. It's Phenomenal. I, I would have rather seen BC Gold win, but FDR definitely earned that win. And I don't think this is the last we'll see of the BC Gold, C Gold in the tag division.
4: Oh, it better not. Um, <laughs> it... Finn
3: and Juice are proving why they're Finn and Juice? Oh, not Finn, Juice. Jay and Juice. There we sipping go. Sipping on Jay and Juice. <laughs> Four Way <time>. back. Um, <laughs> they're proving why – People were, like, questioning Jay White's ability when he first got the AW – Question no more, man. Finn, I mean, ha ah, Juice. brother Oh, my goodness. I keep thinking of Finn Juice. He was in a tag team called Finn Juice. That's why I think of that name. Um, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, with Finley, who we were talking about earlier. Ah, okay. okay. For those who do not know, um, <laughs> Juice, <laughs> he's phenomenal. I want him to win a singles title so bad. You know what
0: they should honestly do, and I told you this after the match, they should just make an American tag team belt. Have a second one. WCW did it. There's already 30. Uh, title belts on the show anyway. Just make another one. Uh,
3: I don't. I think it devalues, and I think AEW doesn't have a strong enough tat. They have to be healthy again.
4: Yeah, it's not. It's not as deep as it should be right to warrant now. That yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I do think that yeah, this is pro- We're probably gonna revisit this. Um, way way. Uh, down the line still. Um, I I would not be surprised. If they end up with the belts by what's let's see, because all out the last no not all out I think I think that's a little too soon full gear maybe by full gear I think that might be the time it would be
3: it would be interesting if you have Adam Cole and NJF win it as a baby face and then have BC go beat them as heels which is what I would like me and you are on the same wavelength man
0: <laughs> um I, I want to give one more guy his flowers. I don't know who it was, but whoever that referee was did a fantastic job. Paul Turner. Paul Turner. He did a fantastic job. Mm. All, Shout out to that man.
4: All of uh, AW's refs, I think, are very distinct. Yes. Like I can, I can always kind of tell who's who and like what their little mannerisms are, which is fantastic. Um,
3: we, we have a little bit of time, real quick. Who's your favorite referee in all of wrestling right now? Oh, right now? Yeah. Um. Probably. Uh. Still red shoes. Let's use In Japan, yeah. Noah? Uh, Paul Turner. That guy? He just did a fantastic Alex, uh, job. Alex, do you have uh, any opinion on this? Do you know any of the refs' names that, right now? <sighs>
1: no. What I about mean, all-time, your favorite ref? All-time uh, favorite ref... <sighs> I want to change mine to Errol Hebner. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Honestly. I'm just, you're right now. I'm this this is this is biased after watching the Andre the Giant documentary. Tim White, like, by default, I just because like he's man.
3: cool. I like Bryce, Rimsberg and I also like that guy, uh, what's his name, in AEW. He got hit one of the times for, he did, like, a a ref bump spot, and he sold it like murder. Started backstepping and fell out the ring on top of his head. I was like, that was crazy. Oh, I forget his name. Uh, what's he? Stefan Stephon Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd say Bryce probably. Refs are great, man. Um, anyway, we're going to go on to the women's Owen Hart final. Mm. Willow. Willow. Dude, Will- Ian,
4: <laughs> Ian Riccaboni, his little bit where he'll, like, make up a, a rap to go in between the breaks of Willow's music. It's fantastic. Is that Riccaboni or Caprice? Uh, Riccaboni. Really? Yeah. And, like, every time... Uh, because Riccoboni also commentates for the New Japan Strong yes. shows. Um, but every match that Willow's had on New Japan Strong, uh, during her
3: entrance, Riccoboni will like freestyle, like a little thing it's to awesome. go along with
4: it. It's it's really funny.
3: Um, they had a good match. Um, and the right person won.
4: Indeed, I was Wrestling. I was, with both of these Owen Hart uh finals, I was so worried. <laughs> that they would make the wrong choices because it would have been very easy for one of them, uh, and we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, but uh, for this one, I think it's is it a little more obvious that yeah, okay, this needs to go to her. Yeah, um, Ruby is putting in in this match. Um, I think just uh, this this is a good case for like wrestling really being a dance with two partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that part of the reason why Willow shined so much, of course, you know, is on her own merit, but also uh, because of the tremendous work that Ruby has done yes. in selling her offense. Um, the, the entire um, kind of culmination of Willow Nightingale as a uh, women's champ, I think, is a certainty
3: at this point. I will I will mark so hard. Yeah. Um so what? Mark. Mark so hard. You know what that means, Alex? <laughs> um we are in the willow Sons, alright? I will say it. Yeah. And Ruby Soho has now lost three tournament finals in AEW, so that's becoming a storyline. Long term booking brother, once you finally win one. <laughs> I don't
1: think there's anything um, about the outcast that is long term booking brother. I think it's just
3: uh And then we have Kings of the Black Throne, Squash Mask against some jobbers, and Andrade came out afterwards. Do cool. We really have to talk about no. this. It's no. cool. I'm excited for the storyline, but um, I, th-
4: I think it's it's interesting how um Andrade has become like I don't know, like Gollum with the ring. Like, <laughs> with that mask. <laughs> with that mask. Good. It's just the like, mask. You know, that's not even like it's not, like, not even
3: like, like the main it, lucha it, mask he used to wear. I know,
4: it's crazy. It's his entrance mask too <laughs> that he constantly takes off. But apparently now it means so much to him that he is willing to, like, kill these guys to get it back. Um, it's about but, family, brother.
3: Yeah. Well. But is it,
4: though? That's like, <laughs> like, not the one that was passed down to him. Anyways. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like Andrade. I like the House of Black. I think that it's, uh, it's going to be a good feud yep. when they actually, like, get in the ring. Get the into it, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, and then we have Ricky Starks versus CM Punk for the Owen Hart final. They had a fine match. And the right man won. Thank God! I I audibly yelled
4: in my apartment. I apologize, uh, Ben. You're you're a great neighbor. Thanks for putting up with it. Uh, But uh, I yelled in my apartment. Thank the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky Starks is one. Uh, I don't even care that he
3: cheated. I think it's interesting. And I'm just glad he beat Punk, man. Yeah. Ricky's awesome. I don't care what the internet says, and they've soured on him because he's Cody's friend. I love Ricky Starks, and he is going to be great as a heel. And he blew off Jushin Thunder Liger and flew all the way out there for nothing. That was. And it was hilarious. That was good. That was I saw that. That was good. Even
4: poor old Power Ranger out there. The chairman, (laughs) the chairman of New
3: Japan, tweeted at him like, "What the heck?"
4: Yeah, yeah. Making that (laughs) that whole like two day flight. Uh, so
3: he got paid, brother. He got paid. Out. That's all that matters. <laughs> um I thought that was hilarious. Um, absolute baby. Um with that being said, I think we're, we're we have some time, but I want to go ahead and shoot the PSA break so we can have the full thirty for Blood and Guts. So what do you guys think? All right.
0: Sure, i All char- right. I'm not in charge. I'm, I'm just here, man. Full thir- whole, like- th- whole thirty
3: to talk about MJF and then I'm coal. Think of said, match of the week. With that being said, we're gonna go to a quick PSA break. Welcome back. It's time to light the fuses and blood them guts. It is AEW Dynamite blood and guts, and we are kicking it off with Jungle Boy Jack Perry, or should I say Hollywood Jack Perry? Jungle Boy starts it off going into the desert Killing himself and burying his former body and his only boots that he apparently he ever wore to the ring. And apparently Noah Phillips went to that same desert and dug it up and has made it his outfit today. Jungle Boy Noah Phillips. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling great. And my first order of business as Jungle Boy Noah Phillips <laughs> is to apologize to you, Cooper. Oh. I have become a bigger man and I've <laughs> learned who funk Falk- I've learned who Falcon home is. And that was a really funny joke you made last. I, I, I will say,
3: I will say, I listened to it. I, I was, heard that. I was so I was marking out so hard when I you said that. I appreciate okay. it. I, appreciate I showed it. my dad <laughs> it, and he was laughing his tail off because I was like, "Noah goes, I don't know what that is." I was like, "What? Right? right? <laughs> How can you grow Noah up to sound like that?" about my <laughs> That's what, what I'm I mean. saying.
1: All right, I'm an idiot, so I have no idea what you guys are talking I'll about. Say, i I'll I'll say, say, I'll say.
3: You ever, you ever seen Looney Tunes?
4: I mean, yeah.
1: You know
3: the big rooster. Yeah, that's Foghorn Leghorn. I yeah. say, I say, I you say. don't know who Foghorn Leghorn I is. I say, boy, I say, my my grandpa also used just to do.
4: Happens f- to have the exact same vocal pattern as Zillow <laughs> <Joel> Phillips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. New, new. Give
1: give a change. Long term
3: booking finally. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, that's awesome. Um, Let's get back to the action. I feel so appreciated. I was, I was laughing my tail off when I heard that. And my dad thought I was hurt because I was laughing so hard. And I said, Dad, you gotta listen to this. Oh my god. And then gosh. he laughed. That's anyway. Great.
1: This match though. Jungle
3: Boy buries himself, comes out to symphony number no. five for some reason. <laughs> Crazy.
1: Crazy. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? So, first of all, the moment I saw this little like vignette or whatever, I was like, this is gonna be awesome. But then Oh my gosh, we're in HD watching this. And this is when I knew this. we were in for a rough night. We're in, the, we're in HD watching Jungle Boy Jack Perry in the desert with the limo and the nonsense. And then it cuts to a wide shot of the arena watching the screen in the distance. I'm like, good golly. Because <laughs> outside of that, no, though, AW I had a grand old time with this. And then, the man, Jack Perry got that nuclear heat. People hate him. But then I love, like, the people still doing the dance. They're still the driving the arm yeah. waves. Beethoven
3: um, is is going ham on the beat in there. And they're like, yeah. And also, I will say, as much as you rag on AEW <laughs> Production, it used to be good. But then the guy retired, and they hired a WWE guy, so that's... Well... Yeah. That, that However, correct. this pro- this like little vignette was awesome. It was like, awesome. The production quality was Their cool. Their vignettes are good. It was funny. They should do more of those, because I really enjoyed it. Then Hook came out with the greatest theme ever, and he looked like a million bucks. I love the attire he had on the 730 in the back, the white and the black, um, mm-hmm. Jack-o'-lantern in the front. And they had a really good match. Yeah. And 100%. Taz was... Selling it hard on commentary. He said that we're in Bean Town and someone's bean is about to get knocked off. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. I tweet I tweeted like a bunch about this match. Um and Jungle Boy wins. Right decision. Hook is no longer undefeated. Yeah. He won via hijinks, which is awesome. Um, I also want to note that Jungle Boy buries the boots, the Jungle Boy boots, you know, the, the little phrase <laughs> I saw, on a <laughs> to immediately wear a black. Like pants with the boots that are the exact same but black. <laughs> like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Like, I just thought it was kind Jack of bad. Jack Perry,
1: maybe in Hollywood, he ain't making big bucks right now, yeah. man. He's that's still on saying. Movie actor. He ain't getting new boots. He also brother. came out with
3: his hair tied up yeah. and then dropped it later on, didn't he?
4: Oh, yeah, I think so.
3: I thought it was a nice touch. Yeah. Th- this um, was
1: awesome, though. And in the post-match, when, like, when X-Halip was like, Taz, what are you thinking? And Taz like, I don't want to be on TV right now. <laughs> no. And he's
4: like, oh.
1: All yeah, I say hey, is, Taz's
4: commentary has been the best part of this entire feud. If this,
3: Shivani was gone, this, I would
4: love this
1: show.
3: This better lead to an FTW match between the two and Taz getting involved. Mm. He has to put, at least for at least one second, has to put... Jack Perry in the Katahajime.
4: Yeah, there you
3: go. Taz can still suplex I a think, dude. I, when, he, when I saw that shark roll up and Taz was like get that away from me, I can't. I was like, he better put that in the Katahajime right now. Put that shark in the Katahajime. May. Be, anyway. Beat me if you
4: can. Survive <laughs> if, if I
3: let you. you. <laughs> then we get into the was it tag titles or I mean tag match or was it Britt Baker? It was Britt Baker. Brit Break. We yeah, get into they yeah. the unannounced well. Britt Baker squash smash. The doc came out. The doc does not work by the hour. The doc won in a minute, and she went into commercial, and I think TK has filled out the order of having at least one women's match on each show, because why did we need this? This TK match
1: was gross in, in about six different ways.
3: Um, I thought it was – I like Britt Baker. I like, felt like – yeah, I like Britt but, Baker
1: too. DMD, love it. Um, this felt like I was watching like a 2011 episode of Monday Night Raw with the Shark Week branding and the, the WWE-style promo. Do not
4: disrespect <laughs> – Chompy the shark. No, yes. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it, though. No, I'm not disrespecting. I'm not
1: disrespecting. But I loved it. But like that, and then you got a one-minute women's match. And it's like, okay. And yes, then yes. it was – I mean, that's the thing. So here's what I was thinking about it I was I was driving over here, actually. Love the Hook and Jungle Boy Jack Perry match, sure. But in a show that has blood and guts, in a show that has the culmination of the Eliminator Tag Team Tournament, why can't you just push the FTW Championship match to the next week and, you know, give the women on the roster some time, brother. Like, it wouldn't kill. Like, I get it. Blood and Guts sold tickets. You don't need the FDW. Because, one, the FW Championship doesn't sell tickets. No disrespect. meant. Uh, I like Hook. I like Jack Perry. Whatever. Like, because instead we get this, like, insultingly, what was the point of that match? Which also featured the hilarious spot where Britt did the DMD. And then she get in the corner to run for a clothesline. And as she's running, it cuts to a wide shot of the audience for no reason. It, I'm not kidding. If you told me, if, if Tony came out today and said, brother, our production truck has a lag, I'd believe it. Because, like, the wide shot is when she does the DMD and everybody does it. And it's like, oh, that's pretty cool, whatever. They, they you don't to, do a wide shot when she runs for a clothesline.
3: They wanted to beat the hard cam allegations <laughs> and prove that they had a lot Oh, my gosh. I just, personally, I think there was no women's... If anything, I think you should have pushed the Owen back of this week and made it more monumental because there, was no, yeah, I, there was no reason. You have to
4: put a women's match on Collision. <laughs> like, come on now. You
3: yeah, could have... you could have put, like, Statlander. Something. Yeah. All that's I'm true. saying was is it was I was just shot. like, there was, I feel like he was just doing it to fill a quota because when people, when he announced the match card, people were like, no women's match, no women's match. And it's like, all right, you get a women's squash match. It's like, I love women's wrestling, but it's like, if you have nothing but a squash match for him, and it's not even like a true new bad person, booker. like we've seen, we, Britt Baker's established. This is just to have her on the show. You know, Sp- speak up,
0: now, if you will. This man out here speaking facts. No, 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 this no. Man is speaking facts. I'm just saying we. Not been... about the bad book part. I want to go back to your opinion about how you should have moved the FTW oh, yeah. match to next week. I didn't know there was going to be an FTW championship match. Apparently, there was some Twitter graphic. I didn't know that. They've been like.
3: Saying it for weeks.
4: Ninety percent of all wrestling everywhere is announced by Twitter. That's true that nowadays. Point.
3: I didn't see it uh, on Twitter.
4: Did you see any of the WWE matches promoted anywhere?
3: No. no. Of
4: yeah. So like why are yeah. we why are we making a big stink about that? Like uh, like you know. Yeah, anyway. This
0: was a championship match.
3: Let's have you let's, seen
4: any WWE well, championship matches promoted outside of like
1: I've
0: seen it promoted on their television. No, they don't promote. They don't book until like <laughs> really the like day AW of. Half the yeah. time.
1: I'll say this to Logan, if I may, for one last thing. Obviously, I'm not watching all the product. I'm watching AEW Dynamite like two or three weeks in a row now or whatever. We've been talking about collision stuff and all this talk. Like, I don't really recall a whole lot of mentions of the fact that like, do they not have a women's champion? They do. And like, but he wrestled on Battle of the Belts. Okay, and then put her on Dynamite, brother. I don't care. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not. It's not that complicated. Is is the problem? What do you and, mean I, you don't know? I don't know. I'm not no, booking for TK. Look, I'm just saying yeah, like
3: I don't know I why he chose get it. I get it.
1: You love AEW. I get it. But like this is it's bad. Like it was like insultingly bad I know, and that's, I that's, agree. that's the end of it. That's all I'm saying. And it's it's like obnoxious. Where's
3: that sound bite? I need to hit it. This is the I perfect agree. time. <laughs> this is the time. To- oh, I deleted it. Anyway. Oh my gosh. It's it doesn't matter. Let's annoying. move on. Next thing hey, though.
4: I, 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 as the the other uh the current AEW uh mark in the room. Um, this was pitiful. No excuse. Um, you have a women's roster that is so stacked with talent. The depth on that roster is undeniable. And for you to not even find, like, five minutes worth of television time to spotlight that, even if you do want to keep using Britt Baker, who, you know, I've heard a lot of people say they think is overexposed. I disagree with that, but if you if you want to use Britt because she's the stalwart, that's fine. But actually, give her something to chew on, man. Yeah. give any of these give women something promo. to chew on. Or give her a promo. like the fact that in her Owen Hart match
1: where she was going to be the defending champion, she lost because the Outcast interfered. Have her face Soraya or an outcast. I don't care. Yeah, it's not literally that... anything. Matt like... Riddle and Gunther have fought twice in like the last two weeks, and nobody cares because the match on Monday was awesome. It's not complicated. And I, I agree with you 100%, Cooper. Thank
3: you. Well. Tag time. MJF. This, though. Daniel Garcia. <laughs> Noah is emoting. Um, they had a dance off. Roddy came out for a second at um, his favorite person. Um, they came out to the Jericho theme. Awesome. I don't know how you hate that. It was uh, great. <laughs> brother, I, ju- I think it was hilarious. I think the theme is implorable when listening to it because it's a sped-up version of M- Adam Cole's. M- you know it's all about the bone. Is Adam a- Cole, Adam Cole, Adam Cole, of- <laughs> Adam Cole. No,
1: it doesn't mean what he thinks it means. No, it
3: doesn't. Uh, I mean, yeah, it
1: was hokey, but like th- – I, well, I think that game. was the
3: point. It was just like at first I didn't mind it, but then when I heard it after they won, I'm like, "This is bad,
4: man."
1: Yeah, it's
3: like the 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 you know the Jerry Show theme. So, yes. yes. Well,
4: yeah. big, 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 <laughs> big. <laughs> Although I will say I do appreciate like them at least attempting to actually like meld themes together instead of like doing what WWE does for a lot of their tags now, which is like just make an awkward cut in the music. Yes, <laughs> it's from one theme to another. It's so
3: bad. Yeah. Um, the 100%. the attires were great. They were all on point. It was a great match. Five double close line attempts, and this, every time the crowd was marking out like crazy. Whoa! We skipped over the segment
1: before this that they had, which was also pretty funny. Uh, it
3: was. I think it was. It wasn't as good as the previous. Yeah, one. I think it was the weakest of the previous. Fair enough. Anyway, under um, the match, they drank one hundred percent alcohol.
0: Which how <laughs> how how do you get two hundred <laughs> proof and you're like, oh, this tastes like weird water? No. No. MJF no. did a dive, guys? That was that was hilarious. He yeah, conquered his fear.
1: I, I loved this match. This was my match of the week, honestly. I had a grand old time. It they- was funny. It was good storytelling. Honestly, I think MJF is the best asset that this company has, and I know that the whole thing is that each show is different. He should be on every show all the time. I don't really care. He's great. I don't honestly think you can overexpose him because his matches already do that because he does dance-offs and he gets the crowd to chant along with him and nobody cares because it's awesome. Uh, we also got a nice uh, Adam and MJF being great and then Roderick Strong came back and reminded us how he can't act. That was fun. Loved that. Loved when he showed up. But this match though is pretty cool. Sammy, Sammy and... Uh yeah, I love the dance, man. It's so funny when he danced. He, I was away from
3: him in the corner. I was like,
1: "Oh my god, this guy's so good, man!" I was sports entertained. You know, I I think I might have
3: been, man. This was a grand old time. It's great. I love Adam Cole. Everyone's like, "Bro, no, stop it!" And someone, the I think the Sean Dean tweeted out. He said, "For those who think Adam Cole can't dance, you should see this man whenever they turn on Usher." <laughs> 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 and I, I oh, this was this was perfect. And the, immediately after winning the tournament, they immediately. To break up, I'm like, "What are you doing? That was what are you
4: doing? That was maybe my favorite part of the whole segment, actually. And I'm gonna be honest with
1: you. <laughs> AEW's production team came to play because when when Adam uh gave MJF his title back and then turned around, they kept the camera on MJF and he's like doing like the laugh yep. and immediately. When I was like, "Oh, this is good. I, this is what I want to see. I Put know it all gonna, in.
3: It'll sell. Too. We're gonna get there. I would rather them like keep this until." My I, If I was booking it, I would let them win the titles or something like that, keep it for like a month or two, and then have this feud happen at full gear where I feel like it matters more. You feel like NJF could lose the title more because it's coming up on the end of 2023, and he's still going to be doing that bidding war thing of 2024. I feel like that might be a little bit, especially since how hot this is right now, keep it around for a couple more weeks, keep it around maybe past the, the pay-per-view to the next one, but... uh I I either way it's going to work. It's going to be great. Um and FCR coming out afterwards was great. <laughs> play my music, yeah, Tony. Dex that was said, great. play that was my music. I'm like, "Dex, they just won. <laughs> He's a world
0: champion.
1: Come exactly. on now." You know, I will say this too, um honestly, as much as it was a negative when he originally showed up, Chris Jericho is who I'm talking about, obviously, because he's at the end his, his thing. No, his thing where he's like being the heel and he's like, you don't get my music, cut my music. And then he like serenades himself and then singing along. I'm like, what is the point of that? <laughs> also, also, there was a point where he was actively yelling at the camera and then they cut away from him in the middle of what he was saying. But he did have some pretty funny lines where he said, and I quote, these guys are Latinos. Don't forget about that. Their hips are moving. And then he also said that was the biggest uh, pop for a topo since 1992, which had me chuckle quite a bit. And then
3: even Tony Schiavone is like, that's pretty good. He did say Danny's hips doesn't lie. And then MJF started doing it. He said, those hips lie, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, with that being said, we're going to go to a quick PSA break. And we come back. It's time to blood some guts. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back at WWGL. Daniel is... I mean, Noah is doing the <laughs> Daniel Garcia dance. I'm a My face God. Daniel Garcia a face. has
1: joined the show, everybody. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm a face Red now, Red Death
3: Noah Phillips <laughs> has joined the show. Uh, um, it's time to blood some guts. Oh, this match was awesome. I'll say it. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It wasn't the most beautiful match. It was it Dave probably will give it five stars. It wasn't a five star match, but I loved it. Oh, they will not, not get new. No, he's not, not
1: giving it five stars. Yes, uh, he I, will. His, he, friends Dave, your, his friends are in it. You forget your
4: friends <laughs> are in it. Dave will give it a five
3: stars. It is not a five star match. But it was
0: uh, awesome. He will give FTR and uh Club um, component four and a half. It's well, f- basically I the heard same thing. <laughs> I,
3: we're gonna get to your complaints. <laughs> I do have some no, counteracts to complaints. No, that's complaints fine. That's fine. Go go right ahead. Because when I watched it, because I saw your text before I watched it. Anyway, we started with Claudio Castagnoli coming out of the crowd looking like a million bucks.
4: Like a like destroyer. The, the,
3: the most
4: jacked that <laughs> a a European has maybe ever been. Throwing
1: water
3: <laughs> all over himself. The crowd shots were crazy. But where was the belt? And then comes Kenny Omega. I think they didn't have the belt because, like, what do you – I guess you could bring a belt in the blood and guts, but – Give
1: guess. him to the ta- – it doesn't matter. Give him to the table. Anyway, anyway. Claudio, though. I, I never in. noticed how big Cesaro was until I watched AEW. This Isn't, dude was giant. Yeah. yeah. It's giant, great. man. He's got to
3: factor in. A lot of these WWE guys are tall.
1: That's true. WWE guys are specifically, like Drew McIntyre, crazy large human being. Anyway.
3: Yeah. Um, anyway, we had Kenny and Claudio start us off. Awesome five minutes there.
4: Also, it's so a nice little touch that I noticed, um, with especially on the elite side, but also a little bit on the Black Bowl Combat Club side. Um, a lot of, like, white and like light blue gear. Yeah, in purple. Um so that way when the the red stuff happens, it shows up much clearer.
3: Yep, that was that oh, was nice. Stuff. Um then we had the pack, the pack. I can't call him his nickname. I can't say yep, it can't say on it. air sadly. Not legal. Came out. <laughs> I love them. Claudio and Pack being the first two, the complete height difference. Yes. <laughs> this oh, Wolverine, it's, it's like Wolverine versus like um, Colossus standing by each other, <laughs> right. beating the crap out of Kenny, and then who do we get? Dude, the
4: little, the little moment like uh, closer to the to the end, where like they're like chest bumping each other. Yes, hilarious.
3: And then we get the Hangman. That's true. Um, coming out, that was nice to see Kenny and and Hangar Tag again. It was also, I I marked out so hard when. Kenny just picks Pac up like a baby and throws him into Hangman's arm for a suplex. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hangman oh was yeah, doing like that. Really shoot moonsaults off the gate in, like, the first five minutes. It's like, this match is going to be awesome.
4: Dude, they haven't lost a step as a team.
3: And then, yeah, Maxley, Noah's favorite wrestler, comes out. As a face, I will not say too many bad things about John
1: Moxley. <laughs> well, I'm a tweener, so I'm going to say anything I want. Uh, <laughs> but, no, go on first if you'd like.
0: I'm a face. I can't. Oh no, yeah, go no, just go. I don't want to. I don't want
1: to. He bled exactly nine minutes and eighteen seconds after he entered the match. Moxley, and that actually is not accurate because he bled during the picture-in-picture, picture, which is bad television. Dude. good.
4: He's a brawler. He should bleed anytime he wants. No. It doesn't matter. He I don't braw- care. No, 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 no. I will have this segment. No, okay. John Moxley is a actual like you know just scrungly dude. Like he came out of the garbage. He's a brawler. Right? That is. That is his whole thing. He does not care for your little TV production time schedules, whatever. He bleeds on his own schedule. I will defend Jonathan Moxley to the day I die. I think that he's just like he channels all of the like seedy parts of my psyche that I am not proud of, (laughs) and it's so fantastic.
3: (laughs) He's awesome, man, dude. He was getting beat up the most out of anyone this match, and he looked. He was like, ah, please more. More, he was—he looked decrepit at the end of. The well, match. yeah, because because when Coda
1: was in there and he just cut himself because the cameras weren't watching because there Any- was no way he was bleeding that
3: second time because nobody hit him. Anyway, we end up Mid. Moxley comes in, broken glass. He brings out the when did he bring out when did he bring out the bed of nails? That was that when later on. Yeah, that later was, on. That was before the broken that glass, was before Coda which Alex didn't really like. Which I will say. Take a bump on that broken glass and tell me how you feel. Yeah, I thought your
4: your text was a little weird when it with the. I just I just there. was like looking. I was like, okay, like if
3: it's
1: broken glass, like it's gonna be like the tax where like you're gonna be seeing that it's actively causing someone to bleed, and it did not look like when I was watching. Then again, obviously I was watching on my tiny TV. And there was also
3: a lot of that's true. A look, lot of action. I'm
1: not look. I'm not like it was just it was just one tiny thing that that was me being nitpicky just to be nitpicky, not like an actual thing. Did that I Then we get hold against Buck it.
3: number one, Nick Jackson comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, cleans House gets it even. Then we have Kanosuke Takeshita coming in. Good job. See, I've gotten... I, I was pretty accurate in a G1 other than... Uh, <laughs> like, five of the Fujita. There you go! Fujita. I times. almost said Fujita again. Oh. Um. Anyway, it was... He came in. They immediately started attacking Kitty again, which I loved them just focusing on Kenny the whole match because when the golden lover finally comes in, it was awesome. Then we have Buck number two coming in, um, Matt Jackson. Then we have that little nerd, Wheeler Uda. Oh,
4: fantastic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Shane and all. Just the the biggest dork. With the chair. Um, And finally, Coda coming in last. And Wheeler. And this is the one thing, your complaint, you want to say about the cage, no, wait, that was me, brother. That was him. I didn't... Okay. I didn't the I will cage say, was cool.
0: I will say, as a face, I have learned from my <laughs> mistakes, and I now understand why the door was locked, because you had to wait for everybody to get in there. I just so, thought it was so visually jarring yes. to have people leave and then come back, and then all of a sudden... What happened is,
3: every time someone came out, when Coda came out, they let people in. When Coda comes out, Wheeler, like a little punk that he is, runs out of the cage to attack Coda during his entrance. Coda also, in perfect Coda fashion... Does not care to rush to the ring. He will walk at his own pace. He's
4: like the Terminator. Yes. I love him.
3: Um, And he smacks Wheeler Yuda, who gets knocked out of the ring. So they couldn't lock the door when Wheeler was out. Um, Wheeler was refusing to get back in. Um, Matt Jackson came out and chased him. Wheeler got, that's why Wheeler got on top of the cage. He was trying to get away from Matt Jackson. And eventually, when they all got into the cage, they locked the door so yeah. they couldn't get out. That's why they were locked, for those who were a little confused. And I was confused, too, when I was watching it at work. I was, But when I, I watched too. it... Sitting down, I was not. It was very clear to me. Anyway,
0: I also thought the, I will say as a face, I did not like <laughs> the uh, bolt cutter spot. I think it would have looked better. I if, think it was
3: funny to watch Pac yeah, <laughs> with bolt cutters.
0: That was said. hilarious. Yeah. If Pac would have like knocked, like kicked the door down. I don't think down. Pac
3: is strong enough for that, bro.
0: Uh, he looks jacked, brother. This man had you. Sweat.
1: You can you can finagle it. Yeah, okay. con it's cons, yeah, it's wrestling, brother. It can be made of there's, aluminum.
4: It doesn't matter. There's the way to do it.
1: Anyway.
3: Um, but yeah, um, the better nails, guys.
4: Oh dude, I popped so hard for that, I'm that After crazy. having just watched uh, Moxley's two death matches in Japan, that popped me hard because like the um, in those matches where he's teaming up with uh, this great Japanese death match wrestler his names Jun Kasai um, or he fought Jun Kasai. Uh, yes um, but uh, he brings out a, a like board with a bunch of forks sticking up out of it of forks course. and knives and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and so I thought it was fun, like a fun little callback to me or whatever. Like he learned from Kasai. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make my own little board of something. Yeah. With sharp objects sticking up out of it.
3: Someone said it was a better screwdriver, so I thought it was pretty funny. That um, was good. John also coming in with forks and just immediately yanking at the head yeah. was funny. I thought the bed and nails were gnarly, especially when you take the body slam. and Moxley's taking the moonsault because when I saw his back later – like, I've seen Moxley's blood plenty of times. I've seen how red that gets. That nail spot, that was a different color, bro. That was, like, dark. Po- like, that was deep. Mm. Whatever the in, Into the back like, muscles. Into the back muscles. And that made me a little. I was like, ooh. The, the more brutal
4: spot with those ones was with Kenny's hand. That was yes. crazy. Like, that made me, like, with, jump. With John
3: standing on his hand as Coda comes in and just murders everyone, just straight right hands. Mm-hmm. Um and then he he punches John once and then he punches him again just <laughs> like come on why not give me more sir Absolutely. yeah that that spot and um, that
1: and that they even sold that unintentionally later because when Coda did the moon salt one of his hands hit it and he like was like very visibly in pain afterwards because he obviously didn't intend to land any other limb on the nails because well we got a lot like we got a lot of time left hey. we're gonna
3: rapid fire this um I thought the BCC making sense that they were better especially since Coda. As much as I love my goat, he wasn't fully in this full form here. He was, I think, still coming back from injury. Yeah, there he was a, a little rough. There was a couple of like yeah.
4: big uh, misses from from Kota um, in terms of like, um, yeah, you know, swinging for something and, and not quite making yeah. contact.
3: And they were and they were saving him. Like he didn't take a, really any big bumps. Um yeah. And then of course, even though the Blackpool Combat Club was beating the crap out of him, one misconnection. Um, and there's a great tweet here. That basically said that, and this is why I really like the matches of storytelling-wise, is that, like, even though the BC say that they're, they're the professionals and that they love each other and all that stuff, they were the ones, even though the elite is dysfunctional, they had their backs ultimately, even backs against a wall, where they had to rely on mercenaries, mm. and those mercenaries don't have as much skin in the game. And so I love with Pac leaving, and then once Pac leaves, that's just like, well, I don't have to be here. Mm. Like, I'm not going to put my skin out when we're four to, four to five. And him leaving and leaving... Obviously, Wheeler Yuta to get absolutely thrown into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. He was in another stratosphere, brother. I do think it's
4: interesting, though, that, um, you know, uh, for being such like a uh, like, tough guy, hardcore kind of team, I do think that there is a genuine care for each other because yeah. Mox, you know, uh, calls it seeing Yuta get choked. Like, you know, I think it, it speaks to maybe a level of like opportunistic kind of uh, nature to him, but I you can, I think it can also be viewed as, like, okay, no, like, you know, he's had enough. Like, we we yep. n- need to get out of here. One,
3: the only complaint I had about is I wish they Mox would have been more vocal because, I mean, I didn't know that he – I just thought they – Yeah, sh- nobody Wheeler, knew. But I like the commentators reassuring us that that's a fault on the AEW right there. Um, two things after the match that wasn't on air. The BCC did shake the elite's hands. I think the feud is over. And they have mutual respect, realizing that, yes, they are professionals. Mm-hmm. That's how the feud ends. They yeah. showed that on Rampage. And Kota Ibushi is a masochist. And he's like, well, if I'm not taking any bumps, all these nails are just right here. My boy. Why don't I just f- flat black it? <laughs> and Kenny's standing there like, why? He's
4: so crazy. And, and
3: Hangman's just laughing. Because Kota Ibushi is a crazy son of a gun. He will eat a sparkler and shoot Roman candles at himself on a car. He does not care. He's doing it for the love of the game. And I hope we see him in an AEW ring again. I think we will. I
1: did so. like the tax poured through the top of the cage. That's that was cool. so
3: – it's raining tax. Mm.
1: Hallelujah. Um, However well, – no, Two Cooper, minutes. Cooper, go ahead.
4: Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, I thought um, that the the ending made sense to me, even if the camera direction did let it down. Um. And my only real criticism was I did hope that uh, we would have gotten a little bit more of like those classic golden lovers, uh, like, yes. team, uh, either like the moves or like more character moments with like Just Coda and Kenny. Um, but like I said, like you said, I think code is going to be in AEW for a little bit longer. Maybe like I think you'll come make in for, for like more one offs. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I'm sure we'll get more of that down the
3: line as well. Alex, you got. Not a lot of
1: time. Like, yeah, this had. was the most embarrassing production display I've ever seen in my entire life. How on earth can you have so many millions of dollars and run three TV shows all at the same time and you are incapable of finding the correct camera angles to catch a number of spots, whether it's Packs really cool thing off the cage through the table. That was awesome. They caught that. other. No, they caught it in replay because you actually couldn't see part of the table and until you saw it with the three other angles in replay. Like I don't understand it. And it's not like they're making artistic choices. Like Kevin Dunn, that's what his style is. People just don't like his style, but that's what he chooses to do because he thinks it's the right call. They just clearly have no earthly idea what they're doing, cutting these matches together. And I mean, it was ridiculous because this match was cool, but I couldn't see half of it. Or they're in the middle of of doing a move and it cuts over to getting kicked in the corner. I'm like, but go to the other ring. I do not understand. It It drove me insane. But other than that, match was pretty cool, except for Moxley. But you know, my beef is longstanding.
3: Well, with that being said, we gotta hit the outro. We have no time left. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WBG on Wiggle ninety one point one FM. This has been it for this week. But if you wanna follow us on Twitter, you can follow Alex at.
0: It's at Alex Houston. You can follow
3: Noah at. Owen underscore Phillips C4. I'm a face now. You can follow me at Vielen Herson. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter. Cooper, any last words? I may be tired, but the power of professional wrestling has rejuvenated me. If you wanna listen good. to us? You can listen to us on all podcast players of your choice. We'll be back here next week, 9 p.m. sharp. Goodbye <mwah> and good night, bang.